Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, mare And miracles and encyclopedia uh, <laughs> Movies of film history I'm Cassandra I'm James I'm Matt And I'm Mike Yes, we are once again joined For this Halloween With our foe of the pod Mike Bryant <laughs> Oh my god, why? Oh, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> our foe He's back <laughs> What villainous, nefarious, nemesis things Have you gotten up to? Hi, friends. Hi. <laughs> I don't, la, last time I did this, uh, I forgot that uh, we did that Kiara at the start, so I had a jump scare. So I'm pleased that I remembered to do it. Yeah, we tried to jump scare all of our all of our guests, yeah. <laughs> but particularly gonna, in this spooky bra- season. We're gonna browbeat this um, this greeting <laughs> <laughs> to your DNA. You have to say it every time. Yeah. Right. How have we all been? Great. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. It's nice. It's nice outside, but like honestly, I am heartsick about what's happening in the world. The the planet is things are going bad. Can yeah, just... everything's going real bad out there. Yeah. Um, my official physician. I can't speak for the rest of the pod. Free Palestine, obviously. Free Palestine, Fuck you, obviously. Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. Joe, wake up. Genocide, Joe. I hate yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. This is an anti-Joe Biden podcast. Oh my god, genocide, yeah. Joe. From now on. Genocide, Joe. That's good. Yeah. yeah, you did it, Joe. You really did it. Yeah, yeah, that's real bad. Anyways, what's <laughs> a more lighter fare? <laughs> for those that, come to, for those that come to mixed bag for their for their <laughs> world views, political um, you asked me how I was. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been good. I've been enjoying a lot of Halloween fear, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and Mike, you had thoughts on last week's Van Helsing as well. I did, oh. yeah. yeah. So I, I watched it, uh, what, maybe like a month ago, and I was just messaging James about it, and we, I was sort of saying, I loved this when I was a kid, but oh, it's a snooze fest. Yeah, the writing was kind of on the wall for me last last time. I was like, oh, well, maybe Mike's, I'll feel differently from Mike, and no, you were absolutely yeah, Maybe Mike's taste is garbage. It often is. <laughs> no. Look, it's good Not to know time. for sure, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And the only way to know for sure is to discuss what we've been watching. Pop, 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 pop corner. All right. Uh, so I want to jump in okay. um, with uh, a little movie, by which I mean a really big, long movie, which James <laughs> and I saw yesterday. Uh, James and I saw Killers of the Flower wow. Moon yesterday. By Martin Scorsese. Heard of him. Yes. Heard of him. Heard of him. Young, young upstart. Mm. Um, yeah. 80-year-old old, old, old upstart. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, everyone can fulfill their dreams at any oh, time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Uh, what a fantastic film! It's so good. Uh, yeah. It's such a it, it's 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 three and a half hours or something like that. But it it honestly sort of it, it held my interest entirely the the entire way. I never felt it drag. Love that. Um, yeah, and I, I think every single frame of that film like it deserves its place in the film. Like it doesn't feel anything as extraneous. Um, yeah, for those that don't know, like the kind of general premise of it, uh, this is a true crime story um, based around the Osage Indian murders in the uh, 1920s, 1920s um, in the time known by the Osage people as the Reign of Terror, um, which sort of came about because uh, oil was found on the Osage reservation and this uh, people became very 
wealthy and prosperous all of a sudden and then began to be murdered off for their oil money. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's a really dark time in American history that sort of, you know, uh, we talk about genocide, like Absolutely. continues on after the, the many other genocides of the indigenous people of America. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, it sort of looks at this, both the kind of outright and insidious ways that the the white people went around stealing this money, um, both through murders and also through like kind of intermarriage stuff, yeah. mm. uh, like, you know, like the tactical marriage uh, and the mixture of both. And the community uh, yeah. kind of looking the other way. For yeah, the, the community enablement um, and also, yeah, sort of this, this way of pretending to be friends uh, and sort of ingratiating yourself into the community while stabbing people in the back. Literally, mm. um, yeah. There's some fantastic performances, particularly by like Lily Gladstone, who is oh, uh, plays Molly, who is um, yeah the one of the central characters. If you want a primer on Lily Gladstone, Certain Women by which I hear Lily is great. Gladstone. I have not. She's incredible. Um, but yeah, she's she's really wonderful uh, in this film. I think. Yeah, she's, she's stunning. She's like she's stunning. able to hold her own against like two of like the biggest like. And she was about to quit. Yeah, mm. before mm. Marty called her up. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I think she's absolutely amazing. I think all three like lead roles yeah. from Leo, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone are all just stunning. Like some of their best work, like for De Niro probably in a while because he's just got such a stack cannon. But I think for Leo and Lily, like their career bests, I'd say. Honestly, wow. I'm gonna say Leo is an underrated actor. He's I haven't seen Clues, but like him in um, Once Upon a Time, he's so good in that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, he's very good. I, I I think he works best when he's kind of like playing, like he's playing roles or like he's got like a chip on his shoulder to like be, to like try to like fit in a little bit, mm, like mm. using oh, his kind of pretense and his like need to impress people. Yeah. And if I a director said, like, can think of that and like play with it. Yeah. One of my mm. favorite um, Leo performances is his movie star performance in Gatsby where he's the perfect person, but he has a chip on his shoulder because of Daisy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Here he gets to play I'm a primed. he gets to play a dummy, which uh, is great. He's yeah. a real like 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 in terms of the the banality of evil, he is an evilly banal yeah. man who mm. doesn't see any contradiction between his love for money and whatever he'll do for it, and his love for his wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because yeah. he was originally meant to play the Jesse Plemons role. And the book that this is based on is a lot more about like the foundation of Apparently the it's a lot more of a procedural around Ooh. like the whodunner who was responsible for these murders, yeah. like solving you know, and like <laughs> how the, the an early version of the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover were like the the people that investigated it mm. and like solved the mm. crime. Um so it was kind of playing from that angle, whereas Scorsese did a totally different thing. He kind of focuses more yeah. in the central relationship between this man and the, yeah, this this kind of avaricious but sort of stupid nephew of a big kingpin and his wife who is Osage yeah um. <laughs> and I think that's such a strong move because like yeah. that, that relationship throughout is so complex in a really mm. fascinating way um, and it's really cool to see how I mean we won't speak too much more about it because I think it's yeah. great to just experience I'll just it just say go and watch it but yeah, yeah. how um, um, connected in with the Osage kind of community mm. I think yeah. has been and like how it is genuinely trying to kind of speak to the evils that have been perpetuated and how you know um throughout the the past it has kind of cinema has contributed to these kind of narratives of like 
um, yeah, it's very much taking hit on the kind of noble savage like stereotype Othering, and the idea of yeah. the like the dying like once great mm. race that is 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 being left behind and outmoded by the white man. That kind yeah. of thing. It's very much taking that stereotype and that narrative head on. Uh, it's kind of yeah, yeah, and how it was used to fuel like this this sort of um, all these crimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. Go see it. Also, the um, the score is great as well. Like, Sounds incredible like score. Mark Scorcanti <laughs> go far. Yeah. What was his name? Maria uh, Marlon scores them all. Wow, it's gonna yeah. go very far. Yeah, yeah keep your eye. Yeah, uh, but I think it could do really, really well in in the Oscars. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, it'll be interesting because like Oppenheimer has like a similar kind of like guilt. I and like this a lot more than Oppenheimer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I am primed to like this more than Oppenheimer, anyways. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like we'll see. The voters they like a lot of outward emotion in their best picture movies so mm. we'll see we'll see yeah. it's the, the the running time could be tough for a lot of people yeah how long is it, that it's three and a bit hours it's over <laughs> okay, three yeah. it's long yeah. um but it's, but i'm ready but you need it you just make an afternoon of it you do exactly. you, you well, take your day but also, like yeah watch it when you're ready to do it like if you're yeah. not in the mood for a three and a half hour movie and i think and watch it, it in the cinema because like i think it needs to be watched yeah. in the, the right move. Yeah. it's kind of like what screwed over the irishman i think is yeah, like it became sure. this joke of like oh it's so long stop it come and go and whereas if they had if netflix had released the irishman in cinemas the power would be more yeah kind of, yeah felt. because i mean scorsese knows how to make a fucking movie i'm like, like look not only did i not go to the bathroom during it neither did james I know, and he amazing. usually has to go to the toilet and long things exactly. so that really and shows I was the tension was held a vanilla he was drinking a coke well, the whole time i'm very yep. proud of you and your bladder good job james's bladder all right anyway that was my pop corner i don't know if i have anything else to bring so nice yeah. okay cool I'll, well, I'll, ch- I'll chip in on yours yeah, I would. Yeah, just oh, the list comes out. Absolutely, the scroll is unfurled. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely second everything that um, Cass says. I think it's like a one of his like finest in quite a while, and I really like the Irishman, but it's just a real towering I love achievement. The Irishman. Yeah. Uh, well, next up, uh, another movie that we saw was all about my mother. From oh yes, we Pedro did. Yes. Um, which was Todo sobre mi madre. Yeah, was stunning. Um, yeah, I think it's a really, really beautiful film. It's interesting. I. I tried watching this with my mum when I was like quite young and she was like oh let's see this and I was like oh I don't know this director I don't know what oh, it's about God. not your mum being a better cinephile than I know. Um, I'm surprised your mum didn't just leave and go have a bath halfway through well you know like, she, she does do that sometimes uh, but no um, at the time I remember like I was very into very well Martin Scorsese um, and he's great but like I wasn't You're as into, open like, to like mask filmmaker yeah yeah and so like this has quite an unconventional kind of story you're like you this don't know where it's gonna go this yeah is very, it's very soap, soap opera. opera and like huge emotions huge um which uh yeah i think i got about 10 minutes and i was like i don't know what's happening <laughs> you know and so this time around um after a bit of life experience and a bit more introspection and um you know more. realizing the power of of mother um, <laughs> of all the mothers on screen, yes. um, yeah, it was just such a such an incredible film. So sumptuous, like his use of like color and like yeah. how the heart is fully like not on the sleeve; it's down your fucking throat. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. say, like just I give a synopsis quickly yes. of this film. Yeah. So it's about uh, there is a woman um, 
what is her name? Manuela. Manuela, uh, Manuela is a single mother. Um, her son's just turned 18. They go to see Streetcar Named Desire together. Uh, he's mm. really obsessed with one of the, the lead, lead actresses actress. in it. And he runs after her car to get her autograph, but he's killed in the accident. Mm. Um, and so she goes to track down the father of uh, this boy who never knew he existed to tell him that, uh, yeah, he had a son. And then it's revealed that... Uh, that Manuela's yeah like that the father of the boy is actually his mother because mm. uh, she is also she's a trans woman she's trans, oh, cool. yeah. it came Manuela. out um, after yeah, yeah after after the pregnancy was revealed and, and Man- Manuela has like friends so she used to be a sex worker and yeah kind of... there's, she's very entwined with like the trans and like also performing arts communities as those oh. two things are often yes <laughs> <laughs> Often combined, and so yeah, we end up like backstage at this, uh, like, um, you know, touring streetcar production that happens to be there. Mm. Yeah, um, she she's links this, with them. There's a young nun who, uh, is also very young yeah. having Rose. Lola's second baby. <laughs> oh, the actress thing in this movie is top notch. Cecilia Roth and yeah. Penelope Cruz and um, Antonio San Juan. Antonio San Juan Lola. is so good. Uh, oh, she's not Lola, she's uh, Agora, I think, like the other the, the other woman. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and Marisa Paredes, who's yeah. the movie star. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Like, it's just women womening, honestly. I know. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> a range like, of women having women times. It's, 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 it's great. Okay, so, like, <laughs> I actually prefer, as films... Um, a device current like more reflective work mm. but sometimes I do miss the kind of wild abandoned soap opera it's the yeah just... it's like you know plot twist but yeah, you know we have surprise so pregnancies and yeah. like you know drugs and people you know like it, it's all very it's all very high high drama in that extent but I think it's so like yeah deeply human as well it's so funny yeah, too, because like human. so he made that short that his English language short recently and people are like the dialogue is so stilted but apparently he makes that kind of like artificial dialogue in Spanish as well. Right. But because mm. that's not our mother tongue, we, don't we know. just hear the beautiful Spanish <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. voices. We're just like, oh, that's so poetic. But like, it's the same kind of like mm. distancing factor that he, yeah, he yeah. makes in his dialogue oh, in cool. Spanish. Yeah. So it's part of our prep. Um, he's not a Mexican filmmaker, but it is Spanish language, so we're prepping. Our to Spanish go to language it. cinema practice to yeah. practice us Espanol because and, we're yeah. going to Mexico. Definitely keen to just, you know, I, yeah. do, I think a lot of movie has a great oh. um, retrospective on Alma Duvall at the moment. Oh, that's good. To know. Uh, not the New Zealand movie, but if you can find a way international oh. movie. to get into international <laughs> movie, um, you know, there is a yeah. plethora of of Alma Oh, films. that's good. To know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in the, to jump in with Halloween, I have been... I briefly mentioned uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter, Woo. which it is not. Um, <laughs> by no means. Liars. Um, last time. And then in prep for that, I also saw the uh, 1, 2, and 3 before that. Greatly enjoyed... I enjoyed revisiting 1, kind of seeing where it came from. Really enjoyed 2. 3 is, is, is bad. bad. <laughs> and 4 was really fun. And that's about where I've got up to with Fridays. But I know you're a big Friday fan. Yeah. Uh, I'd say five is f- one of my least favorites. Okay. But then six is one of the best in the franchise. I always I always toss up between five, uh, six and four as the best. Mm. With how uh, many in total? Yeah. So there are, if you include the remake and if you include Freddy vs. Jason, Jason, there are 12. Okay, cool. Um, and Friday the oof. 13th for our listeners, for our bag eggs, is Jason. <laughs> 
Well, sometimes. Yeah. Well, as the main. main. Um, But my my favorite in the franchise, and this is. Not the first, I know for sure. (laughs) Universally reviled is Jason X. The 10th one. Jason Jason in Space. It is my favorite. It is so bonkers and off the wall. (laughs) And, And. I think oh. I, it was the first Jason film I saw, and yeah. I just, I just love it so the much. The fact that there's a killer called Jason is so it's funny so to me. Funny. Like, he's called Jason Voorhees. Like, yeah. Voorhees sounds but more. When, but I mean, yeah, it's but also like Michael just, Myers, yeah, Freddy Krueger. When I was a kid, Michael Myers cracked me up because, because of Mike Myers. Myers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's a Shatner mask as well. Like, yeah, right. do you yeah. know what that is? That the mask was like a, a mold sli- of, yeah, yeah, of Shatner's face. Yeah, they just sort of zhuzhed up a bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I, this Halloween, I've been really appreciating the power of formula. Um, and yeah. it's like kids in a camp and then Jason picks you off. And, you know, if I care, if the campers are playing it enough, like you care about them enough. Yeah. Like you're like, yeah, I want to see their dynamics. I want to see who gets with who. Like, cause there's this thing, Jason kills people who have sex a lot of the time and yeah and and two crude icon yeah Yeah. (laughs) well and i didn't realize the origins of it there is law to this where um mrs voorhees who's the killer in the first one pamela pamela right um uh her boy jason was drowning in the lake and then the camp counselors were having sex instead of looking out for was anyone in the lake? Yeah. So there is origins as to that. Yeah, but yeah, that's and why. That's why. Um, yeah. When you look into who Jason is and why he killed, it's a bit yikes. You're like, oh, he has quote unquote the mind of a child, and you're like, uh-huh. yeah. oh, yikes. Wow. But moving on quickly from that. But yeah, two and four, I really enjoy, and I, I will resume. Um, and another f- uh, quick franchise I've been ducking into only two so far, but it's all on Netflix. So I'm looking through them. Ooh. Is the Final Destination yes! franchise? Final Destination is so fun. I need to rewatch them mm. because it's been a while, and I remember them being so much yeah. fun. I, I've been introducing my partner to these recently because Jared hasn't yeah. seen them either. It's um, inspired me. I think. What, yeah. What? Okay. Because so you've the, seen the first two. The kills first are two. still in my yeah. head. Well, mm. that's why you watch. Yeah. Them. Exactly. What? What? Which one do you prefer out of one and two? I think. Because uh, I know you like two. Two is one of my favorite films. Yeah, I think I think I like the cast of one more, but I think I mm, the law in two is pretty wild. Yeah. They're like, in order to stop death, there must be life or something like that, and then they think it's about a pregnant lady yeah. and all this stuff. I think I probably mm. prefer one. I hear. Th- I know one of our friends, Adam Goodall. Yeah, goes I was gonna to say, which is the one that um, Adam, Ooh, Adam Goodall disagree. made. A, yeah. He made a whole podcast about it's it. Three. Five? Oh, three. three. So yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in yeah, three. That's true. And it's on the roller coaster. And he did a whole the show. The roller coaster about it. is so iconic. I like I love the crash in two yeah. with the cars. Because, you know, the logs coming towards you is always a big fear of mine. And I first saw yeah. the descent. The, the three iconic deaths to me are roller coaster. Log and acupuncture. Those are the three in my yes. head. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I, I I really don't like three. I think three is one wow. of the worst in the franchise. I, I need to rewatch my, them. My mate uh, Stacy and I, mm. we have watched them recently, and it's a franchise that we sort of share. Yeah. And uh, when we got to three, we're just like, oh, God, we have to get through this one. Oh, and then no. we have to get through the next one. And then we get to five. I hear five. Really five it's so fun. Yeah. 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 Four is yeah. the worst. And then, it seems and then canonically three. the worst, I just right? Do not like three. I yeah, find it interesting. But I um, 
I always kind of avoided it because I, I've never been the biggest fan of slashes, and that's not a slasher, but it kind of kind of is in a yeah. way. Um, but I really like the inventiveness of the kills and how death is represented in this like sneaky little like Rube Goldberg like, oh yeah. well, this thing's just gonna slip, and then mm. like I, in two, there's a bit where a guy like chucks out a spaghetti. He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm not gonna have that. Cooks gets his hand stuck in the. Um, grinder thing and then things are on fire he like gets onto the fire escape and he hops away and he's like oh my gosh phew and then he slips on his own spaghetti and then the (laughs) ladder from the um escape thing like smashes (laughs) into his eye it's stupid which is part of your feel but also i think it kind of like um you know like it puts to cinema like your fears when you like Mm. you're like everyday fears like when you go on a roller coaster Mm. it's very domestic you have that fear this is 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 why i can't watch any of these because i can make up all of these scenarios in my own head (laughs) it's like yeah watching the extended like like those horrific new zealand ads where it tricks you into thinking it's just advertisement and then suddenly they fall into a table that's the worst one for me the table fall um But and I love Tony Todd showing up and yeah. just being like ominous and scary as like this undertaker who might be death, might not be, maybe just like a guy with like weird vibes. Yeah. yeah. And and number two, there's uh, I, I saw it when I was about thirteen yeah. and I formed this. I you know back when I thought I was straight or whatever, <laughs> uh, and I formed this real uh, interest in Kiki Conan Tracy who plays Cat. Oh, oh, Cat. So, so yeah, she's the, I like Cat too. She's the 20 year old businesswoman who seems to be playing like a, a 40 year old yeah. CEO. Like she's just, <laughs> just, just run the company. Just chain smoking. And I remember writing her f- a fan email when oh. I was like 13 yeah. and I never heard back. And I'm, wow. I know. She I know. doesn't have enough fans she for her to not write a match. Exactly. <laughs> she really stood out to me too. She's really. She's neat. She's yeah. fun. She's, she's, very fun. she's gone on to do a, a few other things. Like she's a, she's a blue fairy in Once Upon a Time and mm. she's. Oh. Yeah, she's done a few little bits and pieces. One of the things I really liked is one, the first one is about a group of friends and like maybe one like person they don't particularly like, like surviving the plane ride. <laughs> Tag yourself Carter. with your friend, Carter. the one that they Carter. don't like. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that uh, all of the characters had the surnames of horror icons? Oh, yes, I did know that. Yeah. Uh, Billy Hitchcock and stuff, yeah. Um, who's Carter then? Oh, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, sorry. It's <laughs> a fun <laughs> fact on that I pulled out of my ass. I don't have the facts um, to back yeah. it up. But it's friends in the first one. And then in the second one, you're like, okay, cool. The friends are going to survive again. They don't. They oh. just get fucking ramrodded <laughs> by a truck. Sorry, spoilers for a very old film now. Um, <laughs> but it's this, this collection of people who are on about to go on the motorway and then just get stopped up. Um, Anyway, I'm going to carry on and um, carry, carry on. on. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's it for me. I've been very much enjoying these, like, trashier horrors that I've always avoided because I was a piece... Like, I, I think I... <laughs> what were you going to say? No, shit? no, I was going to be a bit harsh on myself, but I think I gravitated towards, like... Highbrow. What people now call elevated horror, which yeah. I hate that term. Um, but, like, yeah, there's such a place for lowbrow, and it's, it's such comfort watching. So, yeah, oh, shout out to those. Live, laugh, scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Tagline Tag like the scream. The next scream. Um what have I been doing? Uh well one of our two of our favourites are back on TV. Survivor mm-hmm. and Amazing Race. Yeah. See, watching. Been so fun um so far. Some uh some boots that I don't agree with. Well, not agree with. The but, people yeah. yeah. If you know, you know. Mm. Um but I've been enjoying these seasons so far. 
especially Thai because they've stepped up their game from the last two they've seasons. added back airports yeah you well know, they, they have to go to different flights logistically do regular Thai yeah the last two seasons but um now I'm enjoying it hmm. and I want um I want it to be more chaos and messy and they're going to India next week and I can't wait because teams unravel. Nice. <laughs> and at this point in the show? Or? No, in India. In India. It always, it always it's delivers. It's so busy. And... Yeah, because yeah. trains They can't find anywhere to go. Yeah. They can't find their way. There's so many people. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, their tolerance levels are like put to the test. Mm. <laughs> um, I always enjoy um, going to India in, um, in the amazing race. And in Survivor, I think... Uh, we see more camp life because they're longer episodes. Uh, I just, this last boot, man, I, worst contestant ever. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Matt was so upset. <laughs> he was like, so annoying. But I mean, yeah, it was Look, annoying. It was very annoying. This is a chance of a lifetime. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. I also watched uh, the the winner of the Palm Door this, this year, oh. Justine Triet's Anatomy of a Fall. Um, and I liked it. I famously love a courtroom drama and this is you know a courtroom drama but more um no i loved it it's just like dense and it's like two and a half hours long so there's a lot to unpack about the the woman i was like why don't we do a double bill between and i was like no and then i looked at the times of each of them i was like oh god yeah Um, he still came home after Kills of the Flower Moon and watched another movie, and I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, it was Final Destination too. I can't. I, no oh, matter how, I can't. At least it's a different kind of. It's totally different. No, I know, but <laughs> I'm just like that's, that's a way that you and I differ fundamentally yeah, yeah. is that you can do that and I cannot. I, I could do that. Yeah. I can absolutely do that. But I don't. I don't even want to like say the premise. It's about a fall, and uh, and the anatomy of it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Sandra Hewler, who I first saw in Tony Erdman a few years ago, absolutely crushes it. Uh, I just hope we see more of this film um, in the coming months. But, uh, you know, there are also films I need to see still, like Killers. Um, so, uh, yeah, and there are a couple of really juicy supporting actor performances in it. Mm. Oh, fun. Um, prosecutor, kid. Um, love them. Nice. Would die for them. Um, and the last thing I want to bring up is that. Yesterday, um, I went to see a 1941 movie called The Lady Eve. It's uh, one of the greatest screwballs ever. But um, knowing my audience, so I did a swapsies. I took someone to The Lady Eve, and in exchange, I'd watch Saw. And I was like, <laughs> say less. That's a good deal for me. <laughs> Is this the first Saw? The first Saw, which I'd right. never seen before. And you know what? I like the concept. Yeah. Um, That's what I hear. The first of rules. Yeah. I mean, I would be there for more if there's similarly elaborate dioramas. The second one is also really good. Yeah, that's what I hear. I really like that. I'm just like, this man is just an elaborate uh, diorama maker using uh, humans as his, like, Mm real-life puppets. Uh, I'm in it. There was, like, it's not a perfect movie, but, you know, and speaking of franchises, I'm like... I could be down for it. It gives me a little bit of Final Destination where I think the concept is really fun. Yeah. And I'd be down to see just more of that. Matt, if you want someone to hang out with and watch the Saw movies, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm more than keen. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so that's what I saw. Mike, what did you see? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, 
So I, I've been going through a real uh, Edgar Allan Poe phase yeah. at the moment. So mm. one of the main things is the fall of the House of Usher, the TV show. Oh, yes. also yes. watching that. Um, so we, Very popular. Uh, Jared and I just finished the, the seventh episode today. So we've just got one more to go and mm-hmm. we, we finished the season. Uh, I are it? Uh, <laughs> 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 I love it. I... I um, so in so I, I love Mike Flanagan's films and his TV shows mm. uh, I loved Haunting of Hill House when he did that mm. I didn't love Bly Manor as much um, but this one I feel is a real return to form Midnight Mass Midnight Mass I also loved yeah, cool. um, but it, you know it's the only one I've seen of, of the ones based on the on, mm. on classic mm. books uh, whereas Haunting of Hill House is one of my favourite books and I've always Loved Edgar Allan Poe mm, mm. a lot as Cass knows. I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's it's really cool, but I've been quite annoying. So watching it with Jared, who Jared knows Edgar Allan Poe's poems, but mm. doesn't know oh, interesting. the short, short stories. stories. So I'll be like, oh, this character's oh. named this. So oh. I think they're going to die in that episode because that episode's named this. And I think he's getting a bit, a bit annoyed with me because <laughs> I'm an insufferable know it all. Um, but I've also been watching a couple of the Roger Corman, Vincent Price, Edgar oh Allan Poe adaptations yeah. like Pit and the Pendulum and um, and I've been reading uh, some of the short stories as well and it's just listening to the Nevermore musical. I've just been having a real mm. Edgar Allan Poe time. Yeah. Are you a ghost quartet person? Have you? I like ghost quartet. I, ghost quartet. Ghost quartet. Because <laughs> there's a whole fall of the House of Usher sequence in that. Which yeah. Is good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the Nevermore musical. So is that? I love the. I don't love it. No, no, I don't hate it. But Mike was like, "This is one of my favorites." So I was is, like, "Mike, I'm not into it, it as into it as it you are." It is a top just, five for I me. I know you love it. Is it based just on the Raven, or it's it's, it's uh, based on Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe. He's oh, like turned Mike. up and like all of his characters have come to haunt him. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's fun. It's fun. And they're like telling him the story of his life. It's great. Whatever Cass oh. says. It's mm. fun. It's fun. I just don't find the tunes very memorable. I like the concept of it. Like as a Fight, fight. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you and I are generally pretty. I know, this is because we usually have similar taste on musicals, yeah. but this one is one where we this diverge. Is, yeah, and that's but, yeah. okay. It's fine. It's the reverse break. I'd see it. Difference. I'd see this one if it yeah. turned up, you know, yeah. Um, but other than that, I've also. Uh, um, just or I've almost finished my 100th book for the year. <gasps> wow. Um, Gracious. Yeah, so I'm quite, quite pleased with that. It was my goal. Um, so I've just. Uh, finished no sorry I'm almost finished Leviathan Wakes is that 100 that yeah that'll, that'll be number 100 oh, when I finish yeah. it uh, by James A. Corey I think and it's a sci-fi novel which isn't my normal mm-hmm. not my normal genre and it's uh, the TV show The Expanse is based mm, on the series I which oh, I haven't yeah. seen really enjoying it I'm about a quarter, uh, three quarters of the way through I also just finished a book called Last Call, which is true crime about the last call killer who targeted queer men in the uh, early 90s. Um, And it's really cool. It's told, it focuses more on the victims rather Mm. than the killer, Mm. which generally isn't what I like in my true crime because I, I find the serial killer more interesting and if mm. it focuses on the victims I tend to just get depressed and sad yeah um, but it's a really good read I highly recommend it there's also mm. quite a lot of cool politics about queer stuff in New York in the in the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s mm-hmm. uh, and also uh, Stephen King's newest Holly um, 
which I think is one of his best books that he's done in years. Uh, and What's it about? Um, so he's it's Holly Gibney is a character who originated in the Mister Mercedes trilogy from two thousand ten. Uh, and she's sort of, it's not quite defined, but she has some sort of neurodivergence. She's sort of maybe OCD, maybe a little bit on the autistic spectrum. Um, and she sort of, uh, forms a private eye agency. And so she's just taken on different cases. And this was a, a really fun case about people that go missing and it's just brilliant. It's one of his, his better ones that he's done in, in a long time. Uh, mileage may vary depending on how much you like the character of Holly or not. Some people do not. Um, but I love it. And it's also a really good standalone if you haven't read any of the others. Um, oh, wait, do you judge people who... Yes. Uh, are, yes, what? I know. <laughs> but like, if there's a really divisive um, character and they have the opposite opinion on you, like Skylar White is a good... Barometer to me, mm. like uh, breaking uh, and breaking bad, and yeah, Walter White's wife. Mm. If they hate her, then I you're hate like, the person you, I don't cannot like be trusted. <laughs> would you say that you would l- dislike people who? No, no, I, I think it depends think so. on the, the particular the character. character. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it's a character that you're like, particularly if it's a character where you're like, I identify so strongly with this character, <laughs> yeah. and then they're like, I hate them, I find them so annoying, I'd be like. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I'm also someone that I always tend to like the villains. So yeah. I'm used to liking people that others dislike. Like, yeah. like uh, I mean, I just invoke the, the evil name, but Harry Potter, Umbridge is my favorite character. Everyone hates Umbridge. Oh, but like, it's a good her. character. She's fun. You know, She's yeah, played. I, was, I remember when I was reading that, when I was younger, I was like, best supporting actress. <laughs> this role. Well, the best thing That's was the like, most, like baby hates. Matt reading I can, yeah. I can picture. Yeah. <laughs> The best thing was seeing who the next Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher would be. And yeah. then she started just like, Snape became Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. I was like, what the fuck? Like, gotta have new people in here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. From Stephen King's Holly to Stephen King's Carrie, it's time Ooh. for our feature presentation. Feature presentation! I love maybe, how Mike had that perfect segue. Oh, like maybe like that, best segue of all time, yeah, maybe. And then yeah. We had nothing in between, right? We didn't talk about anyone of consequence in between. Well, between Holly and We talked Carrie. about Skylar White for a second. Oh, yes. And I was like, <laughs> Matt, don't fuck up my perfect segue. <laughs> but we were good. We got back. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, you mentioned Roger Corman earlier. Mm-hmm. He's 97 and he's still kicking it. Is oh. he still alive? He's, love yeah, it. He sort of transitioned movie. to doing like the sci-fi, like... Uh, Sharktopus type <laughs> movies, right? Yeah. Hey, man. What do like, you want? He gave, well, was it, yeah, it was Roger Corman gave like Marty a start. Gave so many people Spielby and Brian DePaulby. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors was a, was a Corman. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Roger Corman. <laughs> Shout those, out. Those low budget classics. I gotta check out more of those Vincent Price ones. Yeah. yeah. They, they seem fun. But we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was Matt fine. that did that. That no, was yeah, not you. Uh, <laughs> Apology rescinded. All right. Carrie, 2013. This version is the one that we are doing. <laughs> this so, version. Um, yeah, to if us you, by, if you, if, yeah, if you came to this podcast hoping for the 70s Carrie, don't worry, that's not a mixed bag. Also, we're not doing good. that one. It's not. Good. <laughs> if you came to, to us thinking that you were, we were reviewing Carrie original version, uh, you're fucked in the head. That's <laughs> not how our podcast works. Rewatch it's that mixed movie. bags only. Um, and yes, why did you bring this to the pod? Because I thought it was mixed. Yeah. Um, ba- basically, I 
it's one of those I, I, I want a mixed bag to do an actual horror film because I feel like mixed yes, bag does not do any horror films. We don't really do many horror films because of me. And I was like, look, if I'm going to be the Halloween person, it needs to be, <laughs> yeah. it needs yeah. to be a horror film. I'm not against often. watching horror films. It's just that I will probably give them bad reviews. <laughs> like, I will probably say it's bad because it was scary. I didn't like it. But that's, you know, you, and you guys know that. I don't know if you would do that. Like, if you saw a scary movie, you wouldn't be like, bad Bad, I was scared. Well, you like you like the original. Harry, I do like right? the original Carrie. Yeah, I said Harry. Yeah, <laughs> Harry, Harry. Harry. The, well, imagine it's like we've done a gender bent Carrie, and it's called Harry. Tim, Tim, Tim. Yeah, that's great. But I'm I'm a big Stephen King fan, so really. Just you know, coming on a podcast Honestly. to talk about Stephen King is just mm. an exciting time. Yes. When Mike says he's a big Stephen King fan, he is a he's big... underselling it. Yeah, yeah Mike uh, has a bookshelf a that's just Stephen King in his yeah. house, yeah. and his house is not big. No, <laughs> no. Uh, what I'm... about Stephen King? Do you really enjoy? And then we can get into specifically character yeah. as well. I mean, the best the best thing that Stephen King does is characters. He he writes brilliant characters mm. that are even if they are off the walls crazy they are still grounded and you still sort of get a good sense of who they are Mm. Uh, and one of the things i like to say about him is that he writes horrible things warmly so you you read them and it feels like it's someone you know telling you a story there are people you like um and that's why i i don't like the kubrick version of shining because it's very cold Mm. and clinical Mm. and to me that's not what Stephen King is. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I find them, yeah, hor- horrible things in a very homely, warm, comforting mm. manner that then is also twisted and scary mm. and gruesome. Interesting. I remember reading like The Stand and like you're being introduced to like so many like vivid characters yeah. just being set up one at a time. There's about like 14 of them, but it doesn't matter because you're like, oh my gosh, this one's so fascinating. <laughs> There's so much like fascinating internal life that Stephen King gives to each and every one of them yeah um and like playing with like they're kind of archetypal but very much their own person as well like yeah I completely agree I've never you. read a scene well I lie I read the screenwriting book that you <laughs> one of the best screenwriting oh, cool. books oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have not even read that I've yeah. never read no Stephen King but yeah. I haven't read it but now you make yeah. me want to read yeah. You're welcome to borrow. I know we yeah. have a number of Stephen yeah. Kings in the house because you've read them and have them here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they're good fun. The I just have so many favorite. things on my yeah. list. The stand is oh. far my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That one's epic though, so be ready for a big gold tome. Yeah. But it's it's incredible. That was one that I, I read once a year for for a Wow. Very long time. I, have, I haven't read it in a couple of years now, but mm. what well, used to be a once a year re-read. read. It's, yeah. about, it's about the end of the world. Thanks yeah. to a virus. Yeah, as soon as as <laughs> soon as we went into COVID lockdown, I was like, "Well, I need to read, read the stand." stand. Yeah. Yeah. But this Randall flag, oh, yeah. so good. Anyway, um, Carrie, has it, who here has read the book? Obviously, Mike. Yeah. Um, has anyone the else? teacher came out. Mm. Who here has read the book? <laughs> <laughs> you can I teach have Carrie, Mr. Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, have, I haven't read the book, but I've seen the movie and I rewatched it again because I was like, what? I have the opportunity to watch the new Carrie. Uh, it's it's a good excuse to rewatch the old one. Yeah. How did it hold up for you? Incredible. I mean, it's one of those movies where it's like, it's nice and short. It's like 90 minutes long as well. So it's mm. like, uh, you can, and it's just fast. It's just, that world is so beautiful. It's so dreamy and hazy. And, mm. and this time around, I really love the prom scene. Mm. Like, when that song, um, 
I never dreamed someone like you could be could love someone like me is playing and they're just like toiling around and he sees to see SpaceX beautiful eyes just gaze up on Tommy Ross. Ugh, she's the goat. I love mm-hmm. her. And just Brian De Palma's like kind of the way he captures it, it's so magical. Yeah, yeah. That that when it all comes to shit, like I told these guys, I always pause before, before <laughs> the blo- because it's so perfect. I just want the movie to end there because you just want to have to prolong that little wa- moment. I can save her. <laughs> I just want the best for Carrie. I love that sissy's basic version. Sissy's yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of my friend whose mother used to pause Sound of Music before the Nazis <laughs> came. I mean, that's where our version ended because the VHS ran out. Yeah. It's a very long film. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but I, I watched the whole movie and she's just stunning. Like the, the yeah. red in her eyes and the way she holds the tension. And, mm. and obviously Piper Laurie also um, passed away recently, maybe a couple, mm. a couple of weeks ago mm. at mm. the ripe old age of 91 or mm. in her 90s. And what an iconic actress as yeah. well. Like Margaret White is not just her iconic role, but she's like, you know, Catherine in Twin Peaks and... She's in The Hustler, mm. and she's, like, in Children of the Lesser God, and she's... Auntie Yemen, like, Return to Oz. Yeah, oh, my God. Um, love her. Uh, and also, yeah, just, just it was it was a good opportunity. Um, so I was excited to see what, what the, the new version would bring mm. to, uh, you know, the Carrie-verse. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'd say, for me, Carrie is one of my favourite horror films i feel like de palma like i always say the thing is like my favorite horror film but like carrie's very close behind because i really love and de palma's really great at it it's just like with horror and tragedy it's like the kind of inevitability mm. of like that's the tragedy of the, of the tragedy yeah, yeah, of it yeah. and like i just feel like de palma sets it up so well in in the original film where you just kind of know and you're just it's agonizing and um yeah you really just horrified in terms of how how her night is going um yeah and and he's cool <laughs> just her night yeah how that night how how's your night going Carrie? How's your night yeah. going? a terrible i killed her, everybody her yeah. night was actually going pretty yeah. well and to pama rules he's got all that split screen know, stuff yeah. he's got all the style yeah. like it, as you're saying sissy looks incredible with also, the blood sissy is just a goat she's yeah. honestly Meryl obviously hovers above everyone, mm. but like she has robbed a lot of actresses of their spotlight. Mm. And that's the one thing I'll say about Meryl. I love Meryl, but you know, Sissy, she's incredible. Mm, she's like Badlands, Coal Miner's Daughter in the bedroom. I need to see more of her stuff because she's incredible. Because in the 90s and 2000s, when I was, you know, watching movies, she was already reduced to just these small parts yeah. like, of the mother, the mm. wife, mm. where she wasn't able to harness. Like, if she was here now, she would be, like, getting great roles. Like, yeah. Kate Blanchett still is. Like, Kate Winslet still is. Mm. Like, mm. all of these people still are, so. And the bedroom's so great. She's, She's so, so That slap to Marisa Tomei. Yeah. Girl. Um, and then I did not see this film uh, mm. because I enjoyed Carrie so much. And, um, I, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't see the point. I, I didn't watch this film either. Mm. Yeah. But I was enticed by Julianne Moore playing um Margaret yeah yeah I mean I so this is my first time seeing this version uh, Mm. again I've seen the original movie once I've not read the book even Cass has seen the original Um, movie and Mm. was uh, that one of the ones I was like we gotta sit down and watch this I think we watched it together when we were working on Carrie the Musical yes next which James assistant directed and I did props on Mm. uh back in 2010 
2016. Way, way that back. was a long time, 2017. Mm. So this movie um, would have been out by the time. Yes, that movie was out, but we did not think to watch that. <laughs> um, Skaz yeah. stood in the shower and tipped a bucket of blood over her head. Yeah, it's not real blood. Oh my god, but you had the character I was, experience. I was the paint, yeah. the paint guru. I was the, the blood I maker. A, I have a video um, of Yeah, because yeah, we had to work out how fast we could get it out of the dress. If like, you know, if, how, like how washable we could make it. I want um, to be carried. Yeah. It's you want to be carried? Yeah. To be carried? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like in Nickelodeon when you get slimed by the yeah. So I'll tell you, this is what what we did, just as a thing. It was, um, a, like, children's paint, like mm. kindergarten, like, paint, which is, like, edible because, kid, like, little kids will yeah. put it in their mouth all the time. So mm. it was that and water and cocoa. And it was, like, a mixture of reds and a little bit of blue mm. to get it that sort of purpley kind of, of mm. colour. And then, we, yeah, we, when we didn't actually make it really viscous because it fell so fast mm. that you could just put that. And I think it was a little bit of dishwashing liquid in there as well to make it wash out easy out there of clothes. You go. Wow. If you um, want to carry this <laughs> There is a way to do it with peanut butter in there as well, which apparently makes it extra, chocolate, uh, extra bloody, but one of the actors had a peanut allergy. So ah. we did not do that in our version. And it was perfect. Like, I know at Bat's Theatre, if you're a Wellingtonian, everyone and wonders how can we use the Juliet door well well this was a perfect perfect use of the Juliet door you can lean out you can tip a big old bucket of blood on an actor I was gonna Um, say you could come as Carrie with the blood on Halloween but this episode actually comes out the day of Halloween I have dressed as Carrie for a Halloween party before I just Um, it's it's a great it's a classic like easy outfit but we need to do uh, attach a a bucket to their head I just Carrie is iconic all of you know who Carrie is yeah Um, I will say a thing I will say a controversial thing which you know probably comes out of my you know my standing on horror films yes 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 well the, the reason I don't like horror films is that I have a very active imagination and I get really bad dreams <laughs> from horror films like yeah. I find them like particularly like gore will come back to me and also just the look at the lingering sense of dread of that something bad is yeah. going to happen the yeah. killer is going to come there is no dread in Carrie and that's what makes me feel like it is not exactly a horror film yeah because the the, the, the really like the person that is doing all of the horror things is our protagonist. Yeah. Mm. And so that's a very different relationship that we have to the beast, like the monster, than we have in, like, all these slashes we guys have just been talking about. With, yeah. You know, like, yeah, we, we're sort of, and, you know, this is probably, again, applying more to the 70s version than this one necessarily, but we are so on Carrie's side. Yeah. We understand her psyche. Oh, we, we're, and we, we, we're much more in her psyche than we are on yeah. the other people. Um and we, yeah, we, we, we empathize with her. And so the destruction at the end is tragic, but it's not scary to yeah. me. I don't See, find it very me, scary it is at a all. Because the dread is the bucket splashing, raining on her parade. Yeah. That is so scary to me because it's the, the anxiety of all of that. I reckon it could be, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I reckon it could be like it's more Shakespearean tragedy. In, yeah, in sense, I think it's more right? of tragi- tragedy than yeah. a horror. And it's also all the horror is contained to the last yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Not necessarily in, in the version and not in this watched. version because there's a couple other bits. But yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's also similar to the original version of The Wicker Man where nothing scary yeah. really happens at the start. And, it's just and I also like The end. Wicker Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think again, it's like horror. The genre of horror can contain many things, from yeah. the like mm. point of view of the killer, or from the it's point like of view comedy. of the victim. You have like Henry yeah. kind of a serial killer. I guess killer it's like and... in a similarity to the way that comedy, the, the mm. point of comedy, yeah. it contains so many things, but the, the, the comedy has to try to make you laugh, right? Yeah, horror has to try to make you afraid. But I Those think, are the two no, things. I and I would say disagree. it's about making you afraid. I think it's to show you horrific. Yeah, like. Like and Carrie, I don't, no, I disagree on 
this I, point. I, I Harry say, becoming. I disagree. This, I think that's the thing that makes it hard. Is it's trying to make you afraid. The way that comedy is trying to make, if it doesn't make, try to make you laugh, then it's not a there comedy. There are lots of comedies that but don't I'm, necessarily make you laugh out loud. Yeah. But they're trying to make you laugh. Like I don't know. I feel like if it's not trying to make you laugh, we're in remedy territory. I think is a different thing. I think there's to do with like tension and suspense, like Hitchcock. Like I, a yeah, lot of those are. That's a dread is a type of fear. Yeah. I don't know. But I like the Grinch, the, but I can't comment. The on lighthouse that. I would call like a horror, but you're not afraid watching it. Yeah, but right? I guess this is where personal kind of boundaries come. Yeah, in well, this sure, is the thing. Right? Is like, well, that's the thing. Is the, I don't like to be afraid in movies. Yeah. yeah. But I don't mind like the horror movies that have the genre of horror, but aren't trying to make you scared. Yeah. Yeah, but so I think those thing, are still like, horror. Yeah, I also think maybe James and I are coming at this as fans who do who watch a lot of horror but we are not necessarily scared of the horror yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm with James I don't think horror needs to make you afraid I think it needs to it has need like James says has horrifying aspects but mm. it doesn't need to scare you or frighten you or I because think suspense like way more than fear yeah. is yeah. like yeah. Because the there are those aspects in the beginning of Carrie 1976 where we don't, we're not quite sure of, of Carrie's power just yet. It's like the mirror breaking and then Margaret, she's she's kind of like the big boogeyman of, of mm. the story mm. where it's kind of like playing in those those kind of real life fears a little bit of, of the other. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, Margaret is like this kind of like very strange and also her line delivery is like, I won't ever get... They're all gonna laugh at you. No, out no. of my head because it's James so... does do a lot around the house. Oh yeah, well, they, it's because of De Palma again. It's like yeah. she does it the one time, and then it gets echoed like yeah. right mm. when she's got yeah. the blood on her. Yeah, oh, but we've talked about K nine seventy six because it's such a great movie. Mm. Yeah, but now we're here to discuss Carrie to twenty thirteen. Yeah, and it's time for uh, the plot, and it's going to be delivered to us by none other than the foe of the pod himself, Ooh. Mike Bryant. Right. Ready for movie in a minute. And so, just a reminder: the first half is the chiller music, then it's going to get intense. Okay. Okay. I'll let you know. Fifteen. Oh, Lord. Forty-five. Whatever. And. Uh, so Carrie White is a high school student who is raised by a uh, evangelical Christian mother uh, who is uh, make, make, wants to make sure that Carrie is very sheltered, very protected. 45. Oh no! Uh, and so Carrie is uh, hated by most of her classmates, and she gets her period, uh, and she doesn't know what the period is, and her classmates are sh- throwing tampons at her, sh- shouting "plug it up, plug it up." Snoo- Sue Snell, her classmate is one of these people uh, and she uh, wants to help Carrie so she asks her boyfriend Tommy if Tommy will take Carrie to the prom. Uh, Tommy agrees. Meanwhile Carrie finds out she's telepathic uh, and she can do things with her mind. So she is practicing this for some reason uh, and then has a fight with her mum and her mum's like oh no my daughter's a witch and Carrie's like I'm going to the prom Uh, and then they go to the prom and uh, a bucket of blood is thrown on her and uh, she uh, goes crazy and kills everyone. Yay! Yeah. And almost Pretty ended much. up being like Matt's version of it where it's like, and she goes to the prom, prom and she and becomes prom queen. Yeah. And then there's no <laughs> I also, I don't think my headphone is properly plugged in. I didn't hear the music. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, sweet. Oh, wow. It's okay. Uh, well done. That's yeah, pretty good. I, I feel like yeah, that's yeah, yeah, most of it. Yeah, yeah. Carrie has telekinesis instead of telepathy, but 
Yes, yes, telekinesis. Yes, you're quite correct. Yeah. <laughs> but she I has get... other power. She has all the power she, she well, wants we'll, we'll in this version. All the powers. Yeah. I knew when I said it that I was wrong. But... <laughs> uh, cool. Well, we have talked about the plot. Now it's time to talk about the hot with our reoccurring segment, Hot Butter. Mm. All right. Um, yeah. Lazy, sleazy, it's sleazy, 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 sleazy teacher. teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy, easy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's all go with sleazy teacher. Um, yeah, so there is a English teacher who has a very small role on the To film. be perfectly clear, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. He does suck. Uh, yeah, but he's... as soon as he went on screen, though, we, we were all like, like oh, hey, hey. hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they do, he is clearly cast as hot guy because all of the girl students in the class are yeah. like twirling their hair at him. Yeah, um, and then he's like, oh, hello, back. Which is like, what like, are you doing? Gro- well, I mean, the teachers are not very That's professional like, at the school. No, we will talk about behavior. that. And then uh, Carrie reads her Yeah, poem. he's like, Carrie, come and read the, uh, read your favourite poem from this book. She reads a poem out, and he's like, that was weird. That was disturbing. <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. And, like, scaring make fun us of now? her. Yeah. And it's like, you. she just did what you asked her to do, and now you're putting well, her so down in front of the other students? English teachers are the best. I know. Yes. Yeah. Why is this... What a, what a world in which the PE teacher is really nice and the English teacher mm. is a bastard. Well, is she? <laughs> yeah. Let's find out. Um, do we want to talk about the unprofessional standards of the PE teacher now? Uh, we'll come back that, to right? that, I yeah. think. We will. Yeah. But, but I don't know if that's a problem. We have another segment to go through. We do, we yeah. do. It's time for our titular role. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. No. So I think obviously Carrie. She's Carrie. Uh, Carrie's Carrie. her name. It's yeah. Carrie. That that's not really much to add to this. Um, it's tricky you know though. Because, Incredible title. No, no. But do you do this for the remake? Yes. One thing I would like to know is: Was Carrie a really popular name prior to? Was it a particularly popular name prior True. to the book coming out? Don't know. Because I don't sure. know if I hear. I know, like, know of the J- name Carrie. Journey has a song called Carrie K E R R Y, and maybe that's like the seventies, eighties. Um, so I like carry like the verb. No, K E R R Y like. Oh, K E Kerry. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. the same name. Kerry and carry are not the same. You can say carry. Kerry and carry are two different names. Americans say carry as carry. Carry under. John Kerry. John Kerry and John Carry and Kerry are two different. And this is just me. This is our vowel. When was Carrie Fisher born? Like she's Carrie. Like, she, well, she was. Uh, well, Star Wars was seventy seven, yeah. yeah. and I think she was twenty. Yeah, I yeah. think it's fairly. Yeah. So it was a fairly popular name. Okay, Fisher, I'm going to say fifty three as a guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are some you Carrie's. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Carrie Underwood is much later. That's not important. Isn't there a Carrie? But I could see. Who am I thinking? I could see it becoming more popularized as a result of both Carrie the film and Carrie Fisher the person probably making it a more popular name. I guess it's probably short for like Carolyn or yeah. I think Carrie is uh, just a regular name, I think. I don't think... Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if, if there was a baby like, called Carrie now, if a person was like, here is my baby Carrie, would that be weird? Interesting. It depends on the parents, I think. Yeah. Because if they seem just like straight-laced parents, like, I wouldn't think twice about a baby Carrie. named Carrie. I think like, Car- Carrie is... Carrie feels a little bit like a 70s, 80s yeah. name. Yeah, like Donna. Yeah. I think but Stephen... it's kind of a cute... It's a cute name, though. Yeah. 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 Stephen really has the monopoly on it. Like, you know, Stephen King. Like, Carrie. When you think of Carrie, you're yeah. either talking about Star Wars and, or you're talking about Carrie. Yeah, and yeah. you're not saying Kiri because Kiri is a different name. 
I think Americans say carry the same way as carry. I don't. Well, that's that's not correct. Yeah. They're different vowels. John I'm Carey. just saying. Carry, carry, carry. No, it's, it's yeah. Cause, cause carry, I, I carry. think they're different. They're different. They'd be yes. said differently in an American accent. Carry is more of an e than an carry. It's not carry. It's carry. Carry. Oh, I don't know. It depends, depends yeah. on the American accent. Yeah. They maybe do that, but that's yeah. that's their fault. They're wrong. Carry. They're incorrect. Yeah. Americans, let Americans, us know. Americans, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Yeah. Um, Anyways, um, all right. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great. Do you do like yes? Because the, the marketing, night, the night of Carrie. No, oh, no. Like, it's Carrie. Well, there, there it's Carrie. It's a remake. There's Carrie too. The sequel was the Rage. The rage Carrie too. Oh, yeah. the Rage yeah. Carrie too. But I mean, I all, all, all. So yeah, the even the the film version from 2002 was just Carrie. Because there's, yeah, there's, right. there's another film, 2002 version. Yeah. 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 And, how... and Carrie survives at the end. Oh, because they wanted they it wanted to a be, sequel. They wanted it to be a TV Franchise. show. It was going to be turned into <laughs> into a TV show. What happens in the TV show? I don't think they ever actually made the TV show. It would not make any show. sense. Like she roams the countryside yeah. doing more telekinesis on yeah. people. I don't know. But, and then Carrie too was a half sister. That's. Something yeah, like yeah, that. that's yeah. the rage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, oh. I remember the rage in like the uh, VHS store as right. a kid. The mm, rage carry two. That was one of the titles. That's bad. It was and iconic I loved it. to me. Yeah. Okay. Can I pitch something? It's okay. not. It's not what this movie is. But what if you're following Chris and Sue, and it's just about their lives, mean and you just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but it's like. 100% from their perspective and they're like two friends and then they're at school and then they have and then there's carrie as a supporting role and then like and then they're just like oh fuck fuck that girl she's so weird and then it's like you tell the story but entirely from the perspective i feel like they have a pretty big perspective in the ring but like <laughs> but this film it like it kind of beefs them up a little bit what if you 100% did it and it, it wouldn't work it'd be hard to sell it's but like <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, we that know. would just be a boring. Bullying. That'd be a horror it's film about some bullies yeah. that think killed. I still want to see it like, from the pig's point of view. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. better. I, I do disagree that Stephen King has the monopoly because Carrie is canonically Carrie Bradshaw for like true, a whole true. Generation. But you say true. Carrie Bradshaw. No, you can't just say Carrie. No, Carrie. Because Carrie Bradshaw. Are you a Carrie? Are you from the city? Oh right, of course. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So people identify as Carries. Based on it's true, who that's they are true. in Sex and I'd, the City. I'd forgotten a big one. Who's yeah. Carrie Underwood again? Country, Country singer. music star, American Idol season four winner. And then what about was... Carrie Coon? Is another one? Oh, yeah. 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 More niche, I yeah. think, but definitely in the well, we, we support Carrie Coon. We love, we love Carrie, Carrie Coon. Yeah. What's Robin Wright's character in um, House Cards called? She's an Underwood, right? Clear. Clear yeah. Underwood. Yeah. Confusing names, Carrie and Clear. That's I remember I iconic up. story from my life. My auntie was asking me about Carrie Underwood as a kid. I said, oh, American Idol season four. And I was like, yeah, I really like Carrie Bradshaw. Adding myself as knowing the character of Sex and the City. You have told us this before. Yeah, iconic story. Possibly on iconic the pod. Yeah. But uh, no, I, 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 we'd like to hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> who's um, the um, who's the Carrie Bradshaw of the pod? Not me. I'm the Samantha. I don't know what she... You're the Charlotte and Cass I'm the Carrie. is the Miranda. No, I'm the Miranda. So, so we don't have a Carrie. We don't have a Carrie. Because Carrie is kind of chaos, right? Carrie's the lead. So yeah. she's kind of chaotic, but like, I don't the know. Microphones. She's, yeah, we're here to be most, friends. You listener, listener at home, yeah. you're, you're the Carrie. The Carrie. <laughs> I'm going to be a waiter that brings yeah. cosmos no, every so you often. Are. You're New York City. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mike is the, the Kristen Johnson character who famously falls to her. 
Oh. Can oh. I just can I just be Liza Minnelli? Yes. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, I think we Anyways. have talked long enough on this. Can we please get to the to the bottles? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, stuff that works about this film. I mean, I, it's Carrie. Like the same the plot. Story, the story yeah. is still, I think, still is strong enough to propel this version yeah. in this remake. Like yeah. I think, yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting, fun story. It's rock solid. It's interesting to see what they've updated for mm. the setting. Cell phones. For the cell yeah. phones. The cell phones. So part of it is during the famous plug it up scene. Uh, in this version, yeah. Chris films it and she uploads it to YouTube. I'm kind of relieved that they didn't do a school shooter kind of angle yeah. for Carrie. Yeah. I could see a different filmmaker Well, I think that, that would be a way of, like, in terms of uh, our sympathies being with Carrie, being kind mm. of part of the success of this story, yeah. I think that would be a way to totally make that not work yeah. <laughs> is to, to isolate you yeah. it's one of the reasons why Heathers doesn't really hold up as a movie this is one of my controversial opinions but I think yeah, yeah Heathers the movie she really doesn't the, doesn't doesn't yeah. hold up because it's got such strong school shooter vibes mm. that were not intentional Especially when JD, it was made right? JD has got such strong school shooter vibes yeah. that when you rewatch it like it's just not funny the satire does not work because it's just too mm. close to home yeah. Mm. Um, yeah in a way that wasn't anticipated at the time they made the film um, yeah and yeah but I think Carrie isn't done in that way like it's so supernaturally that I'm glad they didn't do that choice mm. they haven't made a huge amount of like update I mean these one, are... of, one of the things I really like <clears throat> sorry um, and this might be controversial but I really like the, the self-harm aspect to Margaret I feel mm. like that adds a really interesting I really layer. liked that too I, I, and that I didn't like it because it was really scary yeah. but I thought it was strong I also like the update yeah. of her job like it was because she was just an evangelical in the first. She would go door to door and be like preach to the and from the original movie. I remember her interaction with with Sue's mom is that mm. she just went to to, right. to her house because I and, think in the musical she's a seamstress as well. I think she, oh. I I think she is in the book. Yeah. It's, it's been a little while since right. I've read yeah. so that. must be a thing from the book. From the book. Mm. But it makes sense why Carrie has got such good sewing skills. So yeah. she can make a prom dress. So they're like. Just but also they're, they're, they're obviously making their own clothes yeah. well, they're supposed to be I, I feel like in this version they're maybe not but you know they're <laughs> yes mm. um, but it's the sense of that yeah she's got a kind of solitary way of making money she's not you know like the, the, yeah. I, I, I think it makes sense that they don't have as many like government interference in their home as they would if she yeah. wasn't earning money somehow you know I, th- I think yeah. the door to door knocking is just for fun that's just her way <laughs> of spreading the, weekend, spread yeah. the gospel. I don't think she was like yeah. a seamstress in the yeah. I think it's interesting, yeah. like I feel like in this version at least, she is very much not an evangelical and that she doesn't seem to be evangelizing at all. Yeah. She's just like no. a fundamentalist isolationist Christian. Like no. it's just mm. it's you That's and I so and everybody though, else will die. Because I yeah. was like when she pulled up in a car, I was like, This is wrong. Why mm. is she in a car? Why is why is Margaret White in a car? I'm like I don't know I did I thought the card that they chose was actually quite yeah, good yeah, for the yeah, character. For like sure. it's this kind of older that card. Makes sense though that she would have a card. Yeah, like you can't just like release the kid yeah. to the street after she got bullied because of her period. Yeah, um, and I don't think there's anything like against using a car in terms no. of technology. Like they seem like they have some technology in the house. There's radios. There is like it's a sewing also, machine. It's in 2013. It's so 2013. They would, they would um, it's just, yeah, there was a point where Carrie uses a computer to uh, Google telekinesis. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. She no. doesn't look up telekinesis. <laughs> Sorry, she, she looks, looks up, up magic, magic powers. powers. <laughs> um, and then and a yeah. helpful boy tells her, tells her how she can make, make it full, it full screen. screen. <laughs> Which never comes back. That, no. I thought that boy was going to return again. But I no, they were like, let's just have this as a moment. There should have been a shot where that boy died. 
that. He's like, oh, I yeah. and then, full screen. And I then his to... brains splatter full screen across. <laughs> yeah, no, it was such a weirdly, there was such a big moment for something that did not seem to come back or have any importance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was where I was like, no, Carrie should not be allowed to touch computer. <laughs> like, that seems like her but mother would like, you know what, Margaret? Tell her for that. Does pick up. She picks up a little, like, what is it? Like a button picker or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like a, a quick husk. unpack. Yeah. yeah, and she sticks yeah. it into her leg as she's talking to Susan. Yeah. Yes. Which I thought was really gross Ooh, and visceral. unnerving. Yeah. And it's it, like the it's small a, details. It's a good character moment that doesn't say a lot, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like when... That like, does you, say a lot, I'd say. When you... Oh, yes, sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah. That says <laughs> the opposite of what I It's a small character moment and I didn't fucking care. It says nothing. nothing. But um, instead of over-explaining, I do like the the, the update of, of <laughs> them saying Carrie's not homeschooled because of that situation. Because, like... Yeah, like, she's been forced into the state school. Because it makes, like, honestly, like Carrie's a, mother would like, be honestly, homeschooling her. If they didn't, if they didn't say that, wouldn't have crossed my mind. And, but... like, she would have known, like, you know, in modern sex ed, she would have had to learn about periods yeah. before. Yeah, you know, true, like, yeah. there's things that, like, yeah, she would only make sense for her to be that sheltered if she had been in a homeschooled background. Yep, homeschool, um, homeschool folks can be lovely but also I can see... Depends on which type of homeschool. The, There's a lot of different types. Exactly. Um, and yeah, particularly in the States, religious homeschooling is yeah. huge and incredibly problematic to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah like totally. it's it's a it's a really worrying situation. <laughs> like right now, there's the homeschooling movement is almost entirely evangelical yeah. Christians oh, in America okay. and um, very right-wing and very scary. Yeah. Uh, intelligent design. Yeah. I liked, like, the general design for Margaret White's character. Like, you know, she's mm-hmm. not wearing makeup. Her mm-hmm. hair's kind of mm-hmm. bushy and doesn't have product in it. Her mm-hmm. legs are unshaven. You know, so she's just... She's... she's yeah. she, you know, I feel like she's really committed to a character who would not... Who would see those things as a sign of vanity. Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. I... I, I yeah, really and enjoy that. as well. Yeah, yeah, and the breeds is like they might have made it themselves, kind yeah. of thing. And the yeah. whole house as well. It's like has this like dim I, kind I of do. I kind of like comparing to the house in the nineteen seventy six version. This one didn't have a lot of character to me. Sure, mm. like that house in the nineteen seventy six was like full of candles, just full. Of, like I mm. think the coloring of the movie made it hard to kind of like give character to the house. Yeah, mm. like it was too dark and like. Um, that little cupboard that that carries in. Yeah, it's too big. There's no like. Yeah, the prayer cupboard looks a lot smaller from the outside, but when you actually see her in it, it seems like it's actually it's a full walk-in wardrobe yeah. size. Yeah, it should yeah. feel like the chokey from it. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was chokey like, size. But yeah, no. and also like in the 1976 version, not to compare, but we have to like. We have to. It's, it's, it's inviting like comparison. It's a there remake. There is a mm. Jesus that one prominent Jesus on the cross with like fucked up like scary eyes. <laughs> Which just, like, makes the teacher, like, you know, it doesn't sing in this version because you just, like, Mm. you don't get that. It's just, like, a regular Jesus. Yeah. It's, like, that's not scary in itself. It has to have some kind of, like, disarming, kind of, like, disquieting quality to it that makes you, like, ooh, that's creepy. I think, like, with the thing about comparisons is, is, like, if a movie can stand up for itself, I think it should be judged for its own things like oh that was Absolutely. different that was nice yeah and i think for me but but it does invite comparison a little bit but i was trying to resist like recalling the 70s version too much so for that purpose i think i liked what julianne moore was doing she was doing something very different from piper mm, Laurie. yeah mm. and um i feel like she was really grounded and she knew like she knew exactly like what her character was and it wasn't as kind of grandiose as yeah. piper Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. and i found it really convincing um especially like 
yeah like her from like it's when she's screaming it's less effective for me um but uh even from like the start where she's like faced with this like powerful yeah how creature. do we think about the the so the very opening yeah, scene so I, open. i'm pretty sure that doesn't happen in the 76 no, version no, right so we start with um a like prequel shot like a prologue of margaret giving birth to carrie like in her bed and clearly not knowing what's happening while yeah. the baby is coming mm. out. Um, and she's got like this huge giant thing of candles for some reason yes. that are all lit next to her. And she, a huge um, girl. giant candle. And giant she's scissors. just like, yeah, in pain, squealing on, the, you know, yeah. uh, squealing on the bed. Uh, she gives birth to Carrie. She sees this little baby and she like gets her big scissors out of the drawer to yeah. kill Carrie. She says it is a, a test. It is a test, yeah. Um, and then something compels her to not do it. Um, which I found, I thought to be conscience, but you guys are like, that's Carrie's magic. I, I kind of think it's conscience too. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Carrie stopping the scissors. Because I didn't think it was Carrie. So I, my, I thought it was just her not being able to go through it. And then she even says later she was weak was the reason that she didn't do it. Mm. So I don't, well, that, I don't, I don't, don't think know. it's intended think, to be Carrie's powers. I think it's, it goes either way because like that, the weakness just is mm. something she maybe tells herself. Like, mm. I don't know. I... Well, that said, I don't think the scene was necessary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's super necessary. I no. prefer the, um, like, what she's like when Carrie's a teen. Because I just want to see, like, from the jump, I guess we see, we know that she's got powers. Mm. But I guess that comes with the baggage of already knowing the story, so. Mm. Yeah. I it's, yeah, I feel like in the, yeah, in, like, the original story or, like, the 70s one, you're kind of wondering, like, wow, she is really puritanical. She is really pushing Carrie down. And then you... you as you realize she has powers, it's like, oh, wow, so there's a good reason for it. Like, maybe. Well, I don't, I don't think that... Well, it's that... not a good reason. No, you should never talk to your But kid. no, but I'm like, I, d- I don't think that she has the powers until she hits the p- gets her period. Like, yeah. I think that that's the implication is that that's why she's so, it's like such a newfound thing. Mm. In both versions, that's why she's looking up magic powers and yeah, she's right, suddenly right. like, and it's I, I it's think, part of this this onset of puberty that she gets guess, a period and her magic comes in. But Margaret time. has this kind of prophecy, this Cassandra kind of thing where she can go like, oh no, there's something bad with this kid. Mm. I, yeah, I think it's, it's like, more that the, it's the, the result of having sex and having yeah. sex is sinning. So uh, it, yeah, it's that's what I sort of see it as her own right, like, right, right. yeah. Interesting. I don't think it's and because I, she has any bad feelings about Carrie, about Carrie as a specifically. She doesn't think I don't think it's that she rich. knows she's going to have magic powers. No. It's more about like, yeah, this is the result of sin, and this of is sin. like yeah. proof of my sinfulness. Um, which sort of she talks about. I mean, maybe this is again come from the musical. She has a whole se- she has a whole song, right? In her like when she's telling Carrie not to go to the prom. What's this? This is evil is weak. Uh, no, uh, I remember how those boys could dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, which is, again, song. great and song. Great line. Great and, like, song. great song. And which is also about the sense of, like, yeah, that she was, yeah, she had sex with a man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was in some ways non-consensual. Uh, not, not necessarily, like, mm. yeah. Uh, but then maybe she enjoyed it while it was happening, yeah. but she didn't want to have sex because it was part of her whole sort of, she's got this like hyper mm. fixation on virginity and like pure purity. Mm. Um, and so that makes sense. I think why, where her mania comes from, like as yeah. a character, I think it's what's mm. so psychologically interesting mm. about her is this sense of, yeah, that's all kind of spun around this thing. And I don't think it's to do with the magic. I think it's to do with just. And I think her, Stephen King, her. when, when <laughs> he was magic. originally writing it, uh, he was sort of inspired by hearing about, <clears throat> poltergeist activity and how that's often linked to pubescent girls mm. um, and that's that's quite a common established theory or, or, or supposed link so right. that's where it came from and the theory was that it was puberty that brought on these abilities mm. interesting 
Yeah. Well, I didn't read that scene uh, clearly, so it should be cut because <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing. I don't think it's necessary. My thought was I didn't yeah. feel like it added yeah. a lot. You I felt like I would like to have... and snip that scene from the movie. <laughs> and I, I felt like I'd prefer to have in that moment of before the prompt, like maybe because I think it works well in the musical, but also like I think that having that moment of her talking about yeah. like her and her husband and the original well, sin of Carrie's yeah. conception she is I think a more about important that, yeah. moment. Than, I don't know if she talks birth. about that in this movie, but she definitely talks about that in this. She had a moment she, of yeah. talking about it in this mm. movie, but, not, but I think they could have made as, more of it yeah. instead of I, having I the first the scene of the birth. Are you pitching we flashback play in time and it's no I don't think we flashback. No I think we just use it as a monologue no moment. We, oh, we let yeah. her deliver that as a, as a good monologue. Yeah. Yeah. You only use flashback if it's like absolutely We don't need a, We don't need no I flashback. Don't, I, think, I think you can do like a prelude thing and you know, you can show them getting you together. You could, but I don't think we need it. You know, I don't think we need that. It's just like however you want to start your movie, that's interesting. The department yeah. one starts right up I with just, the volleyball, yeah. right? Because obviously they're calling back to the thing. I, the water volleyball, I just, why? Water. So we're into bananas now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move into the bananas. We're in the bananas. Um, so yeah, we start out with I think it's water volleyball, yeah, which I don't yeah. know what it's not, not water polo. I'm pretty sure it's water polo is a different thing. It's just water volleyball. Yeah, it, I, you're in the water and you play. Is volleyball. water volleyball a thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Like pool parties and stuff. I guess. Okay. Like, yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. Anyway, so they're doing that instead of volleyball. We should go on a water Fine. volleyball. Uh, time. Why? Like, yeah, because I think as a pod we need to bond. Because clearly you are anti water volleyball, and we need to get together. I think you need, need a lot of people some. to do that. <laughs> it's happening. The four of us. All the guests from James over is the hosting years. a pool party I with not, all yeah. of the guests. I did not sign up yeah. for any kind of sport. <laughs> it's a girl's not. Yeah, Mike's reaction yeah. as I said that was. Just like, we and Mike are going to okay, sit in the okay. corner of the pool Bad and we're going to drink you're our gonna cocktails. Be, you're gonna be and we're going to have a lovely time. Carrie White. We're going to have a girls' gays and days uh, water volleyball pool party. Yeah. yeah, it sounds great. Mimosas. Um, <laughs> I just, you thought of the pool part and just completely ignoring the volleyball part. The, the yeah. funny thing about this movie, they choose the weirdest sports to hi- showcase yes. the kids yeah. because the water volleyball. I just there's something about being on land that's a lot more visceral to me, like hitting the ball really hard. I just yeah. want to take that quote out of context. <laughs> out of context, there's something about being on land that's a lot more visceral to me. Because Matt what? is officially professed as Matt a, is a landlubber. <laughs> I'd rather be you know, on land. I, I actually prefer land. Yeah. Um, um, because in the original, it's kind of like dodgeball, where yeah. they like, kind of it's just violent. like bombard her with the balls. Whereas that doesn't happen. Like, I don't know what happens here. She, she hits just... someone on the head, and everyone's like, <gasps> Everyone's like, Whoa! Yeah. It's, it's not really a big, it, it doesn't really feel like a big moment. The only reason that it's memorable is because we were comparing it to the 76 version. Yeah. But I, it I invites think. comparison. You yeah. Know? But funny. I mean, like, it's very un, un- unmemorable in I this yeah. version, One, is what I, I'm you saying. You can take this either way. One of the good things about this, potentially, is like, there's less luridity about that bathroom scene mm. in the first because in the original it's very kind of like sexuality heavy. I yeah, think. Mm. the way they're filmed, the way the girls are filmed, it's kind of blurred slow motion and music it's blasting, theme. right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. And it's just like these girls in high school with like their breasts out, and it's kind of like 
invoking that nubile beauty that they Which, have. Yeah. I was discussing with all of these guys watching the podcast. I don't. I do not think that my school even had showers. Like you just would do PE and then you just get changed back into your clothes and you go to class. We had showers, but like, no one really used them. I just yeah. I'd like, I like. It seems like a, a very American high school thing yeah, where people have weird. shared showers. showers but, yeah. <laughs> like, we, what we, you for use though? We what? had showers, but they were very much like stalls. They stalls. weren't just one big, like a one big old like prison mm. shower. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I think we had one big old one and everyone avoided it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So this is <laughs> a little bit more faithful to the book, Mike. I think say. that's the impression I, I, that I, I'm getting. I mean, it has been a while since I've read Carrie, um, but it, it does... It's kind of a track that a lot of remakes tend to do. Well. Yeah, it yeah, does seem to be a little bit closer. To, but yeah. there wasn't... I mean, the original film wasn't that it didn't take that many liberties. Mm, right. mm. Uh, I mean, one of the main things is obviously they change the teacher's name to Miss Collins. And then in this one, it's back to what it was in the book, which was Miss Desjardin. Um, <laughs> but I, I can't think of any huge liberties that the original movie took for the, from the book, but this did just feel like it had a few more of the, the, details, the same beats yeah. and, and a little thing. But then it mm. did also add things like the self-harm wasn't in the book. Mm. Um, obviously, cell phones weren't in the book, but... Yeah. Imagine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen King predicted Prophesied the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Mrs. Desjardin. Should we talk about her and her yes. strategies? Okay. I feel She's like played by uh, Judy Greer. Not oh, Pam Greer. Not, no, not, not Pam, Pam Greer. Greer. But Judy. But yeah. fun fact, obviously, in the original Carrie, played by Betty Buckley. Yes. Mm. Mrs. Collins. And I didn't recognize her, obviously. I only recognized her as Grizabella. <laughs> She's, her face... <laughs> her human face is not her face. Um, Can't recognize her without that cat makeup on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so Miss Dejardin is one of the worst teachers. <laughs> like, just a yes. real bad teacher. I also just like a misreading <laughs> of the role of this role, I think. Based on, yeah. like, because this role is meant to be Carrie's kind of like... Her confidant. Yeah, her safe like, harbor yeah. in, in the high school. And here she is, she she is trying to she stick up for that. Carrie, but she's doing it in such an incompetent way. She's such... <laughs> she's so what, cruel to the girls. Stuff that she does? So she So firstly, she finds out that they've been doing this bullying. She mm. sort of walks in on them throwing the tampons at her and stuff like that. And so she uh, is given permission from the principal to figure out what happened with mm. the girls. And she, so she decides to instead... And that day she doesn't change her pants. She's, uh, she, she's walking around she with a, like, a big old... She slaps Carrie. She slaps Carrie to, to get her out of that... Um, like out of her freaking... bloody hand. She's got a big bloody handprint on her skirt on her for the skirt. whole day. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's probably just a lack of foresight. She oh, brought yeah. some spare pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she decides to punish the rest of the girls, like the entire class, mm. by making them run, like do run suicides, which I don't know what it is, but it seems like, to be drill. some sort it's of like drill thing yeah. that they have to do over and over and over. Yep. And if they stop, then things. they'll get suspended and they won't be able to go to prom. And yeah. so, and like, this is open-ended and we see yeah. it like cut to later. It feels like it's been hours. Like they've just been running these things She's not over and over. Information no, no, there's no information. But it's the, pure cruelty. She was there. She saw, she yeah. saw yeah. what happened. She doesn't the mean. thing about it is that this was also a scene like this, these events were done in the, in the original, but in a way that's way more understandable. It's just detention. Yeah. And if you step out of line, that's when you... <laughs> Get, because yeah, she's just in class and she's like, the class is like, punishment. Yeah, exactly. And you will be suspended. She suddenly got suspension powers. Yeah. Uh, she like, swears at the girls. I feel like there's <laughs> also a vibe. Um, there's also a vibe of, in the, 
original one when she slaps Carrie and she treats her she acts more uh, she reacts with revulsion when she sees Carrie cowering with the Mm. uh, tampons and covered in blood so I think there is more of a sense that she is trying to make up for her own first knee jerk reaction with this she didn't quite go to that extreme the thing with 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 the character of Mrs. Collins slash Desjardins slash Gardner in whatever version that you can choose is that she is the motherly figure in Carrie's life yeah. mm. that is supposed to show her like what life could be if she had a regular mother. Mm. And yeah. Judy Greer, for all intents and purposes, is acting like one of the girls, one of the high school girls, yeah. just a little bit older. She's mm. getting drunk at the prom, having yeah. a dance. <laughs> it doesn't like... feel, none of those interactions feel motherly or even sisterly. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just the way she responds to the Carrie and the girls, it's very snarky. Yeah. She's got an attitude, which I'm like, yeah. I don't know about, like, the I time when She's like, her. oh, Tommy Ross asked me to prom, and she's like, well, he's good look. Like, what did she say about him? Uh, he's, he's dreamy. dreamy. He's dreamy. And we're like, inappropriate. Yeah. You can't Just say be that. like, oh, well, what do you think about that? <laughs> and there's a way to Play say the that that's, that's not like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> and the other bit when she's talking to Carrie about going to the prom, she's like, oh, well, we could put on a little lip gloss, maybe a little blush. Yeah. We could put and Cass just goes, so condescending. It's so condescending. Carrie. Um, and also just like when she handles um, Chris's parents, which is not in yeah. the original version. The they come in and they're like, you can't make up. She's not even like on the defensive. She is like full on being a little like yeah. mean girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just well, sassing the parents. It's yeah. like, that's not how you talk to a parent. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. Walk on I'm professional. Like, yeah, you're like, there's no way this teacher is not getting fired. Yeah, like, also, but it <laughs> seems the school has no standards. Yeah. yeah. Also, if I'm Chris, who's the mean girl who like, filmed yeah. the thing and then uploaded it I would delete it off my Absolutely. phone yes and, but yeah. she's then, like oh well, let's, we'll have a look at her phone and if the video's on there we know she's the culprit and, it, and, and instead of Chris being like here you go here's my phone like because she would have deleted it like any smart bully yeah. would have done but yeah. she still has the video yeah. on there yeah. foolish and I think that kind of extends with the rest of the characters where I'm like they are playing their types but not very deeply mm. like with Sue yeah. She's just Sue's kind, kind of, of nothing. nothing. She's kind of there. Like she's meant to be like sympathetic to Carrie, but that's the only note she plays. Like mm. she was kind of mean in the first scene, but mm. like I want her to be a little bit more conflicted or I want to see like her relationship with Chris should change as well. Yeah. And I don't yeah. really see like much of their but... interaction. And really. her relationship with Tommy. Like yeah. I feel mm. like they had one conversation where he's she's trying to convince him to go with Carrie. Whereas the, to, to the problem. But we don't even see him ch- like change his mind yeah, as a result of the yeah, conversation. Exactly. We just like cut to him asking Carrie to prom. I feel like Sue is supposed to be like I mean Carrie is where our sympathies lie and, mm. and she's you know mostly the the figure we focus on. But I feel like Sue is often meant to be the emotional grounding of it and like almost mm. our, folk, our point of view character for yeah. a lot of it. And it's just the the actress just does nothing. She's, She's just, so girl, boring. Give us nothing. Nothing. There's no spirit nothing. to her. And yeah. she is meant to be, you know, when she's sitting at home on prom night, she is supposed to be like, oh, I'm, I miss 
prom. I'm saying yeah. I'm not going. There is yeah. supposed to be layers to her. We she's don't really get things. the sense of her sacrifice or what she's no. done. You know, like yeah. what how hard she is working to make things right. Yeah. And one of the and she barely has any scenes with Carrie either. No, yeah. no, they one like the barely interact. Decisions that I really enjoy about the musical is that it's framed around her reflecting back because she's one mm. of the very few. It's sort survivors. of the, that she's the survivor of the prom disaster because yeah. she was outside. And she's reflecting back on and it. She's testifying <laughs> at yeah. the, the council. Or yeah. yeah. And so they Inquiry. have this in the film at the very end, um, and you're like, oh, so you have included that factoid, but it could be good, like, yeah, even the frame around her being like, oh my gosh, like, I'm reflecting back on this, like, it's just a million other ways that you could kind of approach this that mm-hmm. are a little bit more interesting, that have a bit more yeah. light to it. They could even do like they did in the book, where it's, I, I keep going to say Episcopalian, that's not Epistolary. the word. Epistolary. Epistolary. <laughs> uh, so the book is all told through, you know, letters, letters and yeah. diary entries, and a mm. lot of that is minutes from this is inquiry meeting. And that could right. be interesting to Yep, often. Um, Or and like newspaper clippings and stuff. Mm, But it does keep cutting back to the to the inquiry and I think that could be even an interesting framing device through line just cutting back to it every so often. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And it sort of like shapes it from a different angle rather than just sort of seeing it. To differentiate it from the original movie. Well so many people have seen the original movie and it's like you're basically watching scenes and then you have the original movie in the back of your mind and then yeah. say, oh, what have they done differently? And most of the time, if there are choices, it's often inferior choices. Yeah. yeah. I just, to me, one of the things, like, I was like, why are we remaking this? Because I feel like I could see the need of a remake in 2013 mm. if Carrie was more 2013. Like, I don't see, she's just, what yeah. is it about her that people dislike? Well, let's start with, we haven't really talked about yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz. We have not chatted it. But this is the, the fundamental room. problem exactly, of this film, right? is this is such a bad miscasting. Yeah. It is really yeah. not a good casting. She is, firstly, looks like a normal she pretty looks like girl. She looks like a normal girl. Too, too pretty. Uh, yeah, mm. like she's definitely got, you know, stage makeup on, like not stage, but, you know, film makeup on yeah. um, throughout every shot. Her but hair, like, looks like it's got waves, cl- you know. She, she if doesn't you're going to look... cast her, I feel like the degree of which you cast the popular girls, they have to increase in beauty. <laughs> like... Yeah, and you also have to uglify her. Yeah, yeah exactly. I need her... it. We need to go monster with her. Yeah. We need to go Charlize Theron. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Carrie yeah. in the book is described as quite bovine a lot of the time. And she's, <laughs> there's one bit where she jumps off the stage and she is described as looking like a frog. Um, <laughs> and she's supposed to be, you know, lank, greasy hair, covering yeah. half of her face all the time and yeah. kind of plus size. She's just meant to be... See, I yeah. think that's why in the remake you either make it someone very specific, like someone bigger, or someone of color, like someone who... Somebody who has an additional factor that would yeah. make them the target of exactly. bullying, as yeah. well as the religious element. Or, yeah, someone yeah. who's maybe, like, a bit kind of... Like... That's the thing. If you're going to make Carrie awkward, she wasn't awkward enough. She wasn't no. socially awkward enough no. as a baseline. She's just a random, she's just a quiet girl that they mean to for no reason. And there is no naivete to her. Like, mm. Sissy Spacek, a beautiful woman. Mm. Yeah. But I believe her wholeheartedly because she, the way she portrayed Carrie was just someone who is purely guideless. She was just like, she had no knowledge of the world. Yeah. You believed every revelation that she yeah, she kind of and also discovered. Sissy Spacek is not traditionally no. good looking, uh, you know, and yeah. she she's she's got an unusual face, she yeah. has unusual features, and I think they play that really well. Like, you know, that means that she can 
be, you know, and, and she can look beautiful in the right, like, well, making and she's styling and light. in her body as well. In yeah. terms yeah. of being, like, guileless and stuff around the school, and then when she becomes this, like, yeah. telekinetic, like, super creature. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. she is, mm. like, her, her eyes, eyes are splayed open. And, and she's frail. Like, mm. she's a waif. Yeah, yeah, she's a wayfish. So, like, Chloe Grace Moretz is regular build. Like, she's, yeah. like, mm. the way she can't even slouch, like, without... You know, it's like, yeah. there's something in the body that's, like, needs to be carried, where I think she's just doing, like, the first level of acting when it comes yeah. to this. And, like, like, one thing we point realise as well is that if you're looking for somebody who has to play naivety and this sort of innocence, like, Chloe Grace Moretz's previous performances have all been, like, as a child star that she has a, like, knowing and worldliness yeah. about her yeah. that make her seem the opposite of that. That's well, why she's played precocious. Best that's why, roles, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, it's her like, being like the know-it-all younger sister yeah. that's, and you know, hit girl. The whole point is that we've got like a girl that swears. Yeah. <laughs> and they also, yeah. they also just costume her like a cool artsy kid that yeah. hangs out in the art studio. I'm like, her oh, hair does not look bad enough. Yeah. She no. should be like, wearing like baggy, shapeless burlap I, satin. Or like, you know, yeah. if, if, if you're trying to show like, oh, but they're good at sewing, she made this thing, you know, like make her more like, more modesty but, but, like yeah. give her That's more covering. I kind of want to know why they're bullying her because bullying is different in 2013 than it yes. was in the 1970s I think that's a big thing mm. as well because like there is could be ample because she's weird her family's weird yeah, yeah. like that explore that angle more her by herself that's not enough she wouldn't have friends yeah but if her family's so weird like the lore of her fr- something about her being that's just putting people on. One mm. thing that I, does she smell? One thing that yeah, comes up at wash? one point is yeah. that, but she obviously does because she's well, in she the shower during the, the yeah. iconic moment. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a bit where somebody says how like, oh, pick it, pick, why would anybody like Carrie? Because she and her mother are always telling us all that we're going to hell. Yeah, well, and I'm like, that. maybe make that like show maybe that. show how show she contributes that. to her yeah. outsiderness by showing how that she she is echoing her mother's exactly, teachings to yeah. the girls because that might because that would be an interesting update. That's an if, interesting update if it's like it's partially because, not, not that it's her fault, but like that because, she deserves it. But that that would explain it, the psychology of the other girls a little bit more. It also like makes more sense with mm. the casting because yeah. You could be Chloe Grace Moritz being up in everybody's faces, being yeah. a know-it-all about the Bible and how everyone's, yeah. you know, oh, like, that been going so to much sin. Better. She's so, but like, yeah. it's a different kind of thing, you know, a different yeah. kind of carry. Mm, mm. But if that would still be something. Yeah. 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 And it would be yeah. more interesting and it Chloe, would provide more sort of yeah. reasoning for what's yeah. going on. And it's an area that Chloe Grace Moritz has been like interested in, in terms of like the brainwashing of like kids. Like she's ex- spoken yeah, out about exactly. like how, you know, like about conversion therapy, conversion therapy and, like and that, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like we're, we're like, yeah, queer kids. I think she's come out as queer herself. Like, mm, yeah, a is. lot of the time, like, yeah, people think that they have to adopt these, doctrines that are really harmful to them because their parents or I know there's something about the environment as well like Kimberly Pierce who is a director of this movie also directed Boys Don't Cry right which is you know about Brandon Tina mm. the trans man who was murdered but that's also about exploring the environment that Brandon was in mm. that was very extremely homophobic and transphobic mm. whereas there's no explanation of this yeah. kind of like the milieu that Carrie is in like yeah. what kind of kids are these versus yeah. yeah. Like, what is this? And, like, community? even the musical has context? more like a bit, yeah. like, it's got a whole opening number that we just listened to about, like, this is the culture of this school, yeah. this is what yeah. it is. And, like, we don't really get that sense of mm. what everybody's trying for. How cool would it be, though, if, if Carrie was queer, if, mm. if maybe Margaret had caught Carrie and uh, a friend 
when they like kissing when they were really little. So, and since, yeah, so, so great. Yeah. And ever since then, she's been like, no, we're going like, to pray the gay out sinful, of it. Sinful. And you yeah. could yeah. add a whole awesome yeah. conversion therapy layer on yeah, top totally. of it. And yeah. that would be an awesome reason Cut to Cut Tommy Ross it. so can take Carrie to the prom. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then be, that's a whole thing. It would give it a reason. Reason to be made. Why are we telling the story again? Even the Tommy Ross section, I was like, Tommy Ross gets accepted by Carrie because he won't leave her door. He won't accept yeah. yes for an a- no for an answer. And yeah. here she just like, yep, going with a problem with you, Tommy. There's like, I don't, she was so ready. She was too ready for the problem. Well, this, this is the thing. It's like she was or too she, ready for everything. She looks yeah. exactly, She's too ready to kill everybody. She looks almost the same in, the, in, the, in her prom makeup. Up. Like yeah. she looks yeah. like yeah, she hasn't really changed. And also that the dress that she designed for herself, I do not, not believe enough. that Carrie would have designed that dress yeah. for herself. And she had heels. She had heels. She got walking heels. Yeah. Where did she even get them from? And she she is showing off her dirty pillows. Um, <laughs> Iconic line. She was. Yeah. Julianne Moore's like, your dirty pillows. And she's like, they're breasts, mother. Breasts. Everyone has them. Um, uh, I don't know why she sounded like that. She was like, they're breasts, mother. Um, <laughs> thanks for the updated impression. Thanks. thanks. Thank you. Um, also, one other thing we're talking about, physicality, yes. is um, one of the physical things that Sissy does in the choice of De Palma is she just turns her head when she wants to do a power. It's just like this like manifestation yeah. of some energy. Well, it's also mm. triggered why when she's threatened like yeah that's when it it's usually like an animal instinct yes yes especially at the start whereas here we see her kind of tackle her she, powers pretty easily she gets control of her powers by like midway through the film she's yeah. got she's ability to to do whatever she wants with them and she's totally in control through and it does not powerful, seem powerful hand through her powerful hand yeah um, so what's some of the stuff she can do she can lift stuff up she can elevate things at will. She can, she can weld burn metal. Stuff. She can yeah. weld metal together. That was wild. Um, uh, switching on the radio, so electricity, something yeah. or other. Yeah. Kind of do whatever she wants. Yeah, lifting up cars. Um, and... But yeah. <laughs> the welding of the thing. The welding was, that was the ridiculous. That was a, that was... That's a different power. That's a different power. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, so there are sort of two things here. Firstly, I think that, yeah, uh, we kind of lose that sense of it being this kind of primal, like, response to the situation yeah. that, like, I think is the thing that works in the other film is that it's it's so organic. Like, the mm. powers just happen of their own accord out of the sort of pure fury and, like, anguish. It just, these things occur. Here... She's very much just doing it on purpose. It looks easy the whole bro, time. For her. It looks so easy, and it seems to come just like it, it just feels like magic powers. She's just like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna shut the door. I'm gonna do this. The thing about it is, like, she had that one big sequence where she was making everything levitate. Yeah. And then Margaret comes to the door because she hears something. Yeah. Drop. Everything is fixed. Yeah, Girl, she's fine back cause, because she's so perfect at using her magic. She's so great yeah. at it already. She can, can do you, whatever she wants. Just imagine how hard it would take to like smash a glass with your mind or lift a book. Yeah. yeah, like Matilda gets us. It's like you take your time. It's Matilda, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To like, like slowly, like focus and lift. The thing it up. that I really like about the original Matilda film and the book in Matilda yeah. is that the be- the most she ever does with her telekinesis is like write with chalk on the chalkboard. Like that's the hardest thing and to do literally. because, and that takes her so long to get to. Yeah, that's the same it, it with Carrie. Like she doesn't it. do a lot with her powers until she gets like. The very the, the prom moment. I think yeah. even, it's pure range. I yeah. could I could be making this up, but I think that it actually causes her pain. I think like she describes it as a mm. flex in her mind when she right. does it, and it causes her pain to start with. Like mm. it's something she has to 
it's a muscle. She yeah, has to yeah, exercise it to be able to use it. Mm. And the way she kind of harnesses this power is by like putting her hands forward like it's like a superpower that yeah. she has. Yeah. Like she's which is Strange. very unnecessary. It makes it look cartoonish. It's yeah. And it loses the, the horror effect. It feels very superhero. And yeah. I was thinking of it like when you are watching a, you know, magic film or a superhero film or something where there are lots of characters that have got powers, mm. you need to have some sort of hand thing because we need as an audience to understand who was making what thing happen. Whereas here, there is only one person with magic powers, so we don't need to have that yeah. in order to understand also, it from an audience perspective. Horror like, rules, the flick is much more effective as a, as a, a jump cut, as a yeah. jump scare. Then putting my hand up going like, like yeah. hand She's like literally, she's force choking people. Yeah. Like there, it's, yeah. yeah. She's my, my favorite bit is when she's standing right next to the radio and still uses her power to turn the radio yeah. on yes. instead of so just amazing. like pushing, pushing the button. The button. Mm. I don't know. Like I, I think also this film just like lacks verisimilitude. It's just yeah. like mm. it's so flat looking. Like if you want to improve or do something different than the original, like if you want a gritty aesthetic, like lean really hard and make mm. it look good. It's just like it looks bland, whereas everything in the original is like a daze, yeah. a dream because it's got that aesthetic. Whereas this, it's just nothing. Mm. Like, how did we feel about the actual prom sequence when she actually gone? Absolutely nothing. I think, again, it was too considered. It felt like very much we're just showing bit by bit, I'm going to kill these people now, this way, and here's how I'm doing it. It lost that that sort of just explosion it's of pure rage. rage. Yeah. It feels like a very neat film. Like, it feels very clean. You know, yeah. it's very too. And like, the other thing that happens as well is, like, my memory of the 70s one is that it's like the blood goes on her, she looks out and she sees, like, in her mind's eye, everybody is laughing, and then yeah. it goes straight from the everybody is laughing to this this anger that yeah. comes out and it just it's... dies. And then in that process, like, but we see... But they're not see... actually laughing. Yeah, but we see her seeing thoughts. that they're laughing. Yeah. We see both. Which um, is, yeah. And then Tommy gets hit by the bucket and killed mm. in the background. Doesn't, that's that's not important. It. Whereas here, it's like she's. They laugh because, like, some people, like, yes, there's a tittering in the crowd. But but, it's like a realistic, it doesn't seem to be like her perspective. Tommy gets hit by the bucket. It's a separate beat. She goes down and has a look and is like, Tommy, no! And, like, it's sad because he's dead. And then she starts enacting her rage also, afterwards. This was actually something I kind of liked in this mm. version where the video was playing. I did like the video yeah. play. I yeah. thought that was good because it added to the... And I think that to makes... The embarrassment. Embarrassment. The but yeah. I think, like, they had that and then just make that the moment that's the kickstarter. I think yeah. rather than making it anger that somebody's dead, which feels so much more no. justified, yeah, I feel like that? we don't want... It's got to be it's, that pure primal yeah. embarrassment. Yeah. It's the embarrassment. It's the embarrassment that's... It's, so teenage it's, it's that's also so just that thing yeah. that thing that you feared that yeah. everyone secretly hates you everybody's laughing it's at proved, you. it's confirmed it's yeah. confirmed 100% no doubt in your mind I think yeah. for me the thing that really lets it down is so w- when I was younger and I f- read the book for the first time I wanted to cry while reading it and it was when people were being nice to her because yeah. you know what's going to happen coming. later so so I, I feel like in the book and in the original movie they really put a lot of time and effort into showing people mm. be kind to Carrie at the prom and it's a genuine kindness yeah. 100% yeah. there are a couple that are like being a bit snarky but for a lot of people she is just one of the people they're making jokes with yeah. her they're yeah. around yeah. Her. and she has that moment of happiness and acceptance probably for the mm. first time in her life and yeah. that makes the the, the, fall. the catastrophe of it 
so much worse. Whereas yeah. this had just showed one couple being like, oh, our table's over here. <laughs> yeah, and that's like basically it. A one girl that chats with her, the, the same yeah. teacher comes up and says something nice yeah. to her. Well, that's it's all. kind of yeah. a perfect night for Kimmy, right? So like mm. the people see her, rec- see her for the first time. Yeah. And she has this magical moment with Tommy, like not just seeing her, but actually like being attracted to her mm. and like, and they telling, actually kiss and telling her she's beautiful and he means it. Yeah. yeah. And that to Carrie is like mind blowing. Yeah. Mm. Whereas here it's all like, it's kind of going through the motions, you know, the yeah. beats, but it's not, they're not making it special to kind of land those, that emotional mm. journey yeah. where you're like, I want like, the, the audience should be pausing. They want to pause because yeah. they know it's coming. I yeah. feel like this film was afraid that people wouldn't like Tommy if he cheated on Sue by kissing yeah, Carrie. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> and I think they were worried. And I'm like, that's not like important to this. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, we don't care about Sue because you've given us no reason to. So. And it's almost <laughs> like, I feel like the film was too concerned with being a horror yeah. and not, and Just not the story. like Mike Flanagan stuff. He always really leans into the emotional core of mm. whatever he's telling. Cause that makes the scares scarier. Mm. And I think this movie was just too much like, no, 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 we've got to scare people. So let's yeah. not linger on the actual emotion. And I'm like, much. I didn't know that Carrie was even, that into Tommy Ross before he like asked her yeah. on a date. I'm like, does does she think? Well, there's he's, that like, one this... English class like moment yeah, where right, she reads where the poem and he's like, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, right. Give us nothing, Ansel. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. She agrees because she finally feels a little bit seen by him. Which yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like in the and sometimes sorry in the musical, uh, he reads a poem and then everybody makes yeah. fun of him yeah, and then yeah. she yeah. sticks up. For and him. that's the same. Is it the, the same in the movie? Okay. 1976. So, movie. And I, oh, yeah. I also don't think to which be makes fair. It's better. Carrie, she's the only one who sees him. Probably so starved for kindness that. If it was any, I don't think it especially has to be Tommy. I don't mm. think she has to mm. have a thing for Tommy. No, it's just she's responding to someone showing yeah, kindness. Showing nice. well, yeah, because her mother doesn't give her any. So it could be anyone. It could, yeah. you know, yeah. it could be a the, be the boy that showed her how to increase the screen size. <laughs> yeah. If he was yeah. really kind to her, she'd be yeah. like, yeah, great. I wish increase the screen size guy was back. I wish he had well, more. Well, like also, yeah, it's kind of a silly <laughs> well, moment, but she could that could have been huge for her around like, oh my god, like. That person helped me. Make I don't Tommy know. do that Make moment. it mean you something. Know, like I was wondering moment. if they put that in there, and, and then I think that this is possibly too intelligent for the film, yeah. but I was wondering if they would put that in there to show that people were actually nice to Carrie, and a lot of it was... I guess, I so. guess but the filmmaking was not... The filmmaking was not supporting that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. The thing about it as well, like, is when the, the everything happens, mm. Carrie's rage seems so premeditated when she's yeah. killing yes, everyone. Yes, that's the thing. Instead of just, like, pure kind of, like... Exactly. The way that, and the hand action things of it, it makes it so specific. And her facial expressions. Yeah. Like, this is how she's Sissy specifically just killing everyone. Eyes. And that's why when the blood was falling, I was like, just focus on her face. Yeah. Because mm. that'll tell the story. Well, I think as well as we were talking about Chloe being miscast in terms of like her look and stuff, in terms of performance, I'm not sure if it's there either. No, no. I don't think so. Famously, yeah. you know, well, I, Matt, I, dislike, I hate her. I dislike um, Chloe Grace, but you know. It's not like this film does not help her either. Like yeah. this film doesn't, doesn't help her case. Help well, she, her, <laughs> but yeah. it also doesn't help her give a good performance. Yeah, like, she yeah, has true. shown that she like works well out as this kind of like know-it-alls or like type A kind of personality kind of people. Whereas here, yeah, she just needs like a primal like response. 
um, yeah, it feels like as a performer, she's too in her head. Maybe like it's too like, the and then also the film mean. doesn't help either in terms of like mean, yeah. this action hero like stuff. Like it's yeah. not really that horror like. There's a couple of moments that are kind of gnarly in terms of like sticking in the leg and like mm. Julianne clawing yeah. out of the wall. But I think it's just like, interesting that Julianne Moore's character is associated with all of those moments as opposed yeah. to yeah. to Carrie. It's, it's just Margaret is kind of the horror. Well, Margaret creature. was the stuff that I enjoyed the most. I was like yeah. her clawing out as well. I was like, oh, this is gross. I, I feel like uh, it might be a nuance, but I feel like Chloe is playing shy girl and she doesn't have that beaten yeah. down, trodden down, yeah. repressed. Yeah. Yeah. She's just playing someone a bit shy and, and socially. She doesn't, yeah. as a performer, doesn't know that person. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a person who is maybe a bigger size, a person who's a person of color, has that extra layer of... Yeah. of original sin like original yeah. damp Self, self-hatred to well, an extent yeah, yeah they know whereas Chloe just, I don't I don't know if we can say that about well she does she, and then she's come out and said she's queer so like that's true there's but, an element of but it's like if that's reading on screen like yeah. it's well, not she's, reading she's not skilled enough to, to yeah. get it out um, I just this film just does too much that it kind of lessens the impact of of, of some scenes like the death of Chris and her boyfriend, mm. that didn't need to be an extended no. scene. Yeah, it keeps going. There's like a whole car thing. Margaret's it's like, yeah. death? Why did we need the matrix of, of the, of the, the matrix knives, knives surrounding yeah. her? Like, I, I hate all like the also like, telekinetic it, like floating things. Like, it's it, like, it's much easier if it's just direct. And yeah. like, it's also digital effects of like age. Yeah. You can see like where it's really obvious. Also like, but. yeah, I was just annoyed because I really like Margaret stabbing Carrie it's, in so, that, visceral, that moment. it's right? so visceral but then she just was moving around fine like she didn't just have a big like yeah. full knife up to the hilt in her back like a few moments ago she's she's all good I also I'm like does she have super healing as well like some, what's going on here their relationship not as so Carrie and mm. Margaret's relationship there was something about Carrie in the original one that needed Margaret yeah. Yeah. Yes. it's obsessive yeah. yeah whereas here I'm like yeah. No. No. There's, there's no there. interesting an, an interesting element to that relationship, and we don't get the sense that they're the they're like two of them against the world, which exactly. I think is kind of what, and what you also, makes sense. You also feel more of the history in the original between mm. the two of them, mm. the history of child abuse and and that. Whereas this one, it just feels more like it. Maybe it's a more recent thing. It, yeah. It doesn't mm. quite work for me. Like yeah. I think the fact that when she's first told <laughs> you got to go into your cupboard or whatever after she's she's um. Had, had her period and come back home like I think it makes more sense for her to just really subduedly go into the closet yeah. rather than uh, like fighting back and yeah. being like oh no no don't make me yeah. go in there like that's yeah. because I'm like at this stage she's been 17 years that she just has to go mm. into the closet every it's day the ritual, for things. something you have yeah. to do and I think that that makes more sense for yeah where she is and that kind of acceptance of her life and her place yeah there's no it doesn't feel lived in at all mm. no. and the, the the life in high school either doesn't really well, the life in high school. You were talking about the the guy who asked her to kind of like expand her <laughs> the thing. A big moment for us. <laughs> Our favorite yeah. guy. Like, in the original film. They, all of the kids had their like. I could remember all of them. Mm. Whereas, I, Chris, even Chris, Sue. Sue was barely memorable. Sue was barely yeah. in it. Like, like I would see her and be like, "Who's that again?" Oh, it's Sue. Little little the twins. <laughs> little of any of the other twins. girls. The random on, twins. Well, the twins were only of interest because they were twins. Or oh, the only thing it was twin jokes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that was. It got trampled. But yeah. in the original, there was like, 
Norma, who had like the hat and everything that she did, like played by well, PJ Souls, also yeah. in Halloween. But like, oh. there was like a whole cast of different characters mm. where you're like, oh, that person, and then that person was. It kind of only revolved around three or four people, and yeah. not all of them were memorable at all. Like yeah. Sue by Felicia, Chris kind of working a little bit. Like I he's thought, fine. I thought Sue was fine. Yeah. Even a, even Billy, Chris's boyfriend. Oh, he oh, has nothing to do. But with he's he's actually quite a John Travolta in the yeah. original. He's a malicious presence who's actually more dangerous than yeah. Chris because yeah. he, he pushes her, her to her be on worse. Being but criminal. also, that's the thing. People are going to have expectations about this character because the original was played by John Travolta. Mm. Why are you going to cast a nobody in this role? A nobody no- who looks thirty years old. But, also, <laughs> like, but I didn't mind that because I feel like Billy doesn't actually go. But I'm like, to I want to. But right? I want to play with that more. Yeah. Like, make that a thing. Like, yeah. she's got this older boyfriend yeah. who is, like, from the, you know, bad guy who's, yeah. like, shouldn't, you know, he's dating yeah. a teenager and is kind of fuck up and, like, make that more of a thing as opposed to he's... Just there. Just there. I think they were trying to make him more malicious than Chris and, like... No, not, they not, were not really, because at the end, they're, they're, the they're end. about to put the pull the bucket and he's like, yeah, no, so. you better make serious about this yeah. because we could get criminal charges. This is just the criminal assault, yeah. what we could do here. I guess with like, the he's pig so killer, about it. there's a nice moment where, like, he's, like, he bashes the pig's head in and which i wish we had kind of seen a little bit more if it's a horror like just show us and um chris like cuts the throat which i guess is surprising like yeah the unfulfilled kind of promise i thought maybe yeah. there might be something there but i didn't hate the acting of those two it's just the script just, doesn't really there's nothing, nothing for them to do there's yeah. nothing for them to, to do. do yeah oh and um at the end of the original, of course, her hand pops up. In this one, oh, yeah. we get a little grave. The gravestone cracks. Grave. I'm going to say controversially, I didn't mind this change. I thought it was fine. I, I mean, didn't You're mind just like, it, what's yeah. going to happen? Oh, that happened. I don't know. Yeah, but I was it like, just it's fine. was like nothing to me. Yeah. I What I did take offense to was Sue going to their house. Yeah, why was Sue there? Why, was, why did Sue go <laughs> back? Out, Sue. She does in the book. Oh, okay. Sue. She, she goes in the book sense. because she just wants to... Fix it somehow. Yeah, she she feels she, responsible, so she, she goes after Carrie. I think she a scene though before that, instead of just like. Just and then she, she does right? in the book. She gets yeah. more of a build up. Like I was saying yeah. before, she feels bad about being prom by herself. You know, yeah. so she goes and she's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's more story of her following Carrie. How long was this film? Too it's long. An hour thirty. Okay, so roughly the same, same as the, the original. Yeah. It felt uh, longer. Yeah. I feel like, so what are the core relationship? Carrie Sue, Carrie Margaret. Carrie Chris. Carrie Tommy. Chris. Yeah. Carrie Tommy. Sue yeah. Tommy. Yeah. So Tommy, I think just like Chris Billy. Carrie you Miss got, yeah. Desjardins. Chris and, yeah, and of Dijon. those, I think we got like Carrie Margaret, which was kind of there. Not really. Yeah, not bit. really. Yeah. And then, surface level. Surface level. Yeah. I think all of these things are there. Very surface They're all surface, level. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel like we just got into like the mickiness and the muckiness of it. But that's why, I mean, I was like, what? If they were if they were exploring something a bit more relevant to our times mm. with this, with mm. this um, remake, I would kind of get this, its existence a bit more. Yeah, yeah. It just feels really unnecessary. Like, <laughs> it doesn't well, really Ka- adding anything. Carrie is like a white cis, like very pretty blonde yeah. girl. I'm but like, yeah. so the only thing about the bullying as well is just it's just the video that was ups- updated. I yeah. feel like it could be a lot more insidious. You could work well. in a lot more social media. Exactly. Like, I mean, Carrie yeah. probably wouldn't have. Not just a lot more social media, but just a lot more like hive bullying yeah. to mm. Carrie. Just like kids on the, the yeah, hallway. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Rocks. yeah. Even some of the teachers being like, fuck. I guess 
you get a bit of that, but the, it's with not, the hot English teacher. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's. But I it's just the thing of like make the school really gross. I think, or like have a have a take on it, or like yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it really nice and she just thinks it's gross, or is it like a really toxic place? Yeah, like, and yeah. I, I guess you lose that sense of, of Carrie's kind of paranoia in this film as well. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, there's no real sense that anything we're seeing is just from Carrie's perspective in this film. It yeah. feels like everything we're seeing is what is happening. Mm. Yeah. 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 Wow. That might be us. Yeah, I think so. Time for our final segment Bag or Biff. Bag or Biff. Uh, I really love this story, and I didn't like how they executed it. I thought it was bad, Biff. <laughs> All right. I like Julianne more, and I wish I was in that movie, which was grottier and grungier. And um, I think Chloe is fatally miscast. Um, and uh, yeah, that really has a ripple effect to the rest of the film. This film, I'm going to say, uh, is fine. Like I think it's. That's I think fine. we ragged on it quite a lot uh, at the end of this. I do want to say it's a perfectly competent film. It's just one of those films where you're like, there is no need for this to exist. Like, we have another version of the story that is more successful, and this doesn't add anything to me that's useful. So for that reason, I will say it's a biff. I think that's just me. I'm like, why? I need a reason for why this exists. And and even, like, because nothing about it I really like loved like Mm. some things I liked even Julianne I'm like if you're gonna go in a more kind of like um grounded vibe I just needed to be another dimension to that as well like Catherine Keener has an incredible performance in the tv movie American Crime where she's just a terrible terrible mother who like keeps Elliot Page her daughter in the basement and maybe abuses her but you know that's a real life story but that kind of like give that me, vibe but like mm. make yeah. me scared of Margaret White like, yeah. um, mm. but it's the same kind of key of just like yeah. this person is despicable like in a very mm-hmm. kind of like chilling not grant it's a, it's a grounded more kind of insidious way than yeah. Margaret White's kind of like or the Piper Laurie's very cat sort of high yeah. cat kind of version <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I'm just struggling like even in the bottle section I was like I didn't really love anything about the movie Mm. but I love Carrie not Chloe Grace Moritz's Carrie Carrie the character Sissy Spacek I can save you (laughs) Matt will save you from the prom let's go to prom a biff (laughs) Uh, so Stephen King tells a story of he originally wrote a little bit of it of Carrie and uh, then threw it out and his wife picked it up and read it and put it back on his desk and said keep going this is really good Uh, if that had happened if in that universe the book had been thrown out and this was the version of Carrie that we had it Mm. would be fine yeah (laughs) but this would be great but we've got a excellent book we've got a really good original film adaption we've got a pretty fun musical some great songs mm. we don't need this remake we don't need the 2002 tv baiting yeah. remake Angela Bettis. this movie is yeah. a biff watch the original read the book yeah yeah uh do you th- what do you think about the rage i've never seen it oh it's, <laughs> so the rage is one i have not watched in a very long time amy irvin comes back as Su- yeah sue snell oh. comes back and mm. dies um <laughs> so but i i watched that at so I would have watched uh, I started reading Stephen King books when I was nine so I probably read Carrie when I was about 10 or 11 for mm. the first time and then I it, it's the only one I'd watched the film of 
first. Mm. It's the only key book I've seen the film first. And I think I watched The Rage shortly after. So I probably would have been 10, mm. 9, 10 when I saw it. And I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so much fun. I adored it. I'm curious. Honestly, um, it sounds wild. But I feel like if I watched it now, <laughs> I again? probably mm. would reevaluate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll I'll uh, rewatch it before next year and I'll report right. back. How's yeah. that? <laughs> if if this was the only carry we got, it would be fine. Yeah. But it wouldn't be iconic. Yeah. Because they talk about Betty Davis's eyes, Carrie White's eyes. Honestly, <laughs> moves mountains, destroys people, kills lives. When will your faves? Mm. Um, well, that was our Halloween episode. Thank you once again to our fourth podcast, Mike Bryant. Yay. Always oh wonderful to have you. Always here. It's on always Halloween. a treat to be here. I like just watching movies with my friends and yeah. having a talk. It's always a treat. It's What's your night. ideal Halloween? What are you thinking you'll do? You're going to blast some movies and what day is Halloween? We have rehearsal. We have so Cass and <laughs> we I have, have rehearsal. rehearsal. Oh, okay. <laughs> will you come um, in costume? Oh yeah, Cass and I will just be real well, spooky. Speaking of rehearsal, why don't you guys plug what you're rehearsing for? Yes, uh, if you're a fan of Mike and if you're a fan of me, uh, then you should come and see Bright Star. Uh, it is a musical written by Steve Martin and Edie Brickell. Uh, that's mm. Steve Martin, though it's not really and that a comedy. Edie Brickell, uh, the new pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> Who is also she's Paul Simon's wife, apparently. Mm. Yeah, my dad. A big fan of Edie Brickell, apparently. Oh, Mentioned this when I told him the, about this musical. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're both in it. Uh, yeah. Mike's an evil mayor that yes. steals my baby. Yep. Uh, and um, yeah, you <laughs> can come and come and enjoy our country music stylings from the 17th to the 25th of November. Yeah. Mm, I'll be there. At should be fun. I just when you said baby, this version had Sue was pregnant in this version. Oh yeah, which yeah. is which I foresaw. Yeah, I had my that's a raven moment. Yeah. Matt mm. really saw that one. Setting up a sequel. <laughs> hey. I thought that was what they were going to try to. There was something happening with the baby, is like it's well, supernatural said, or something, isn't it? You yeah. said that there was an alternate ending. Ah. Right. Oh, yeah. With tell us about baby. that alternate ending. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, and so, obviously, in the original movie, um, Carrie's hand snatches Sue's um, ha- wrist as she like lays flowers on Carrie's grave. Mm. Um, and they call back to that in the alternate ending. Uh, with Sue going into labor and in the hospital she's struggling to deliver the baby and then Carrie's hand emerges <laughs> from where? <laughs> from from, from where? where? Mission mark, they don't say. Thank you and for that. <laughs> grabs um, Sue's hand and obviously like in the first movie she wakes up with her mother comforting her. Mm. Um, yeah, her mother not as much of a presence in this no. movie. No. Fun really? fact that that scene in the original movie where she lays the thing on the grave is filmed backwards. Yeah, and you can and tell because there's a car in the background. And also, oh. driving <laughs> that sissy SpaceX real hand, they had yeah. to bury her oh. because oh she God. wanted to do it Commitment. herself. Love it. I can see. Yeah, now that I think about it, this movie does start with a baby, a birth, and they thought maybe ending with ending it with a birth. Be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carrie's reborn again. Yeah. This new baby also Carrie has magic powers. I don't know. Well, as we learned from Final Destination 2, the only way to save a life is yeah. new life. <laughs> new life. Yeah. The rules are so wild. Can't wait to say the roller coaster of it in, in three. All right. Where can we find us, James? Mixed Bag Podcast, Mixed Bag Pod at Instagram and Facebook. And you can email us on mixbagcontact at gmail.com. Happy Halloween, everybody. And but for now, 
That's a wrap! <laughs> <laughs>